The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple Eight, 933.93. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, President Trump got just a tad carried away again yesterday uh, when he was speaking at sort of a rally event. Um, <laughs> when he's speaking off the cuff at, you know, some of these appearances, that's when things can go awry. Bad things happen. Yeah. <laughs> when he stays on message and he's just reading from the teleprompter, it usually goes okay. But but when he starts just ad-libbing and saying whatever pops into his head, uh, then this kind of stuff happens. Here he is talking about the Democrats' behavior during the State of the Union address. So that means they would rather see Trump do badly, okay, than our country do well. That's what it means. It's very selfish. And it got to a point where I really didn't even want to look too much during the speech over to that side. Because honestly, it was bad energy. No, it was bad energy. You're up there. You've got half the room going totally crazy, wild. They loved everything. They want to do something great for our country. And you have the other side, even on positive news, really positive news like that, they were like death and un-American, un-American. Somebody said treasonous. I mean, yeah, I guess why not? Can we call that treason? Why not? No, we well we can't call that treason because it it isn't. That's it's not treason. <laughs> it just he's so flippant. He doesn't realize. Yeah, it's just too much. The importance it's too important. of his words. And and Jeffy just pointed out in my ear as he's giving this speech, the Dow is just dropping like a rock. Yeah, he doesn't understand the importance of every word that he says. And he points out somebody just said treason. Yeah, that somebody wasn't the president of the United States. Let them say it. Don't you say it. How about that? I'm going to self-edit just a little bit. Let's not share everything that pops into our mind or that we hear someone say around us. Someone who, again, is not president of the United States, and they can go ahead and say that, even though it's ridiculous. The president of the United States shouldn't. Are they douchey? You bet they are. Is it un-American? Well, if they're rooting against a country, yes. But it's not treason. It's, it's just, it's not treason. But here's what he was talking about. Media Watch put together a video of all the times the Democrats probably should have stood up and cheered because these were all things that they normally agree with. Take a look. We proudly stand for the national anthem. Democrats. We are serving our brave veterans, including giving our veterans choice in their health care decisions. Oh, wow. Jeez. African-American unemployment stands at the lowest rate ever recorded. <laughs> that is incredible. The motto 
is In God We Trust. Wow. Wow. We enacted the biggest tax cuts and reforms in American history. No, we didn't. I mean, they're not they're not going to stand for the, the for the tax cuts. That's that's not something they would ever stand for, really, and cheer. They're not about tax cuts. So that one is understandable. The rest they should have absolutely been applauding for, smiling about, standing up for. In God we trust. Okay, the person who's one of our most famous lines is. Somebody asked her one day, uh, what, are, what was her favorite word? And she said, well, well my favorite word, that, that's easy. The, my favorite word is the word. That person couldn't even stand for in God we trust? <laughs> wow. Uh, it's just, it's incredible, the politics, the, the petty little games that are played. Uh, it's pathetic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Then just slightly north of the border, <laughs> we have a, a leader, a socialist leader, a real progressive leader who is so politically correct that he had to correct somebody who uh, who brought something up to him in the in the in a question answer phase of uh, one of his appearances. Here's Justin Trudeau. We came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love mm-hmm. that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to uh, look uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind. Oh, yeah. more inclusive. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Oh yes, gosh. thank you. We can all learn from each other. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? That's unbelievable. Come on now. That's pathetic. That's what you got out of everything she was talking about? Uh, we, we like to say people kind, not oh. mankind. It's more inclusive. We can learn from everybody. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we can learn what a dolt and a dope you are. We just did learn that. Of course, we knew that before, but we learned even more about what a dope you are. I, 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 she should be offended that he completely ignored the yeah. substance of what she was saying so yeah. he could make his little PC point. For people kind over mankind. Is, I mean, Truly. is there really anybody who's offended by mankind? A phrase that has been used forever? It's just agonizing. It's agonizing. So is the McCain immigration bill. John McCain and Chris Coons from a Democrat from Delaware. This is why we love John McCain so much because he is working closely with uh, the other side of the aisle. And this is what we want, right? We want both sides of the aisle coming together for an immigration bill. Nope. As I said before, that's not what I'm looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. They're going to introduce a new immigration plan to give permanent legal status to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, and according to the Wall Street Journal, offer a path to citizenship for the Dreamers. Um, 
But there's a catch to this immigration bill. There's not a penny in it for the wall. So according to the Wall Street Journal, the McCain-Coons plan will be introduced in the Senate in an attempt to help reach a budget deal and avert another government shutdown, which is scheduled for Thursday, by by the way. Uh, Thursday is the day that this temporary thing runs out again. Thursday night. Mm -hmm. So we're up against it again. (laughs) Because when they funded the government, it was for a whopping three weeks. It's pathetic. Banana Republic. Uh, So Congress faces that Thursday deadline uh, to pass a government funding bill and create a DACA fix that's been part of the ongoing negotiations. Wall Street Journal reported that the bipartisan bill would provide a legal status and a path to citizenship for young immigrants who've lived in the U.S. since December 31st, 2013. The Post reported that McCain-Coons proposed bill would grant permanent legal status to undocumented immigrants because we can't use the actual term of illegal aliens <laughs> and bolster the u.s uh mexico border security although it's really not money provided for a wall or a fence uh the trump administration released details on an immigration plan that would include a path to citizenship for as many as 1.8 million uh just a few weeks ago at the state of the union and the McCain-Coons bill would provide legal status for more than 1.8 million. Instead of outlining, though, definitive funding for a U.S.-Mexico border wall, the proposed legislation instead proposes a study to determine specifically what border security measures are actually needed. (laughs) Uh, I I mean, (laughs) after... 240 years of having a border. Well, it hasn't been that long with the border on Mexico. Uh, It's been about 160 years with that. You don't know what what you should be doing at the border between the U.S. and Mexico. At least put up the fence that was mandated in 2006. It's just not that hard. It's not... This hard. In January, President Trump asked Congress for $25 billion for the wall. Which is interesting because initially he said it was going to cost like... Because he's he's a big construction guy. He could do it for $2 billion or $4 billion or something. I wonder if I could find that really quick. Um, let's just see if... Eh, Trump wall... Eh, probably not right off the bat, but... I'm looking over here. It would be nice to. Uh, he said two billion. He said he initially said I think either two or four billion, and then it went to six, and then it went to eight, and then it was ten, and then it was twelve. <laughs> now we're <laughs> and, up to- yeah. Now we're up to twenty-five billion. Yeah. Um, Republicans are actually looking for thirty billion. Thirty billion dollars to build the wall. Jeez. Ah. Uh, what kind of wall is that? Are you gold plating the wall? The McCain-Coons bill would also allow for a $110 million grant for five years in order to improve the coordination between state and local law enforcement and the Border Patrol. Bipartisan bill does not address family-based legal immigration, which the president has continually said needs to be addressed. 
They're not, so they're not doing anything about the chain migration situation, which is completely out of control. And they're not doing anything in this bill with McCain-Coons about the visa lottery situation either. Well, that's what he's insisted on. So why won't you just put it in the bill? Why? I mean, Democrats are getting the path to citizenship. Are you telling me that they can't give on any issue? And they're in the minority? <laughs> uh, it's, it's agonizing. 888-900-3393. Cosmo Hurts Kids. They have a mission. Uh, it, the founder of this mission, Victoria Hurst, just wants Cosmo to uh, be kept out of the hands of kids who are under 18. She believes it contains pornography. And when you read the articles, I think you'll understand uh, that, yes, it does contain pornography. Um, So she is looking to have states material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan. So then when kids go into a convenience store or a grocery store and see Cosmo and think, yeah, I'm going to grab me a copy of that. They can't if they're under 18. So if you'd like to see Cosmopolitan treated like porn and keep porn out of the hands of children, join this movement. Visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. Find out how to get involved today. It's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. here on the blaze radio network with republicans like john mccain who needs democrats and uh with democrats like nancy pelosi and chuck schumer who needs communists (laughs) pretty well got it covered (laughs) the uh the so-called moderate republicans have become democrats and uh almost all the democrats in office become communists so you know there's there's a large portion of our problem right there. Uh, apparently, this McCain-Coons bill, the immigration bill, it's nearly identical to a bi- to bipartisan legislation introduced in January by Will Hurd and Pete Aguilar. That bill, uh, also known as the USA Act, has the support of 27 Democrats and 27 Republicans in the House. Uh, according to the Post, the Washington Post, instead of funding the border wall, The bill would instead permit the Secretary of Homeland Security to submit to Congress a new southern border security strategy within a year, a year of the bill's passage. So we'll we'll study it after the bill is passed. We'll, We'll study it for a year. And then we'll submit a strategy. And so that would continue to just sit there. And they'll debate this strategy, they'll talk about the strategy, they'll disagree on the strategy, and nothing will ever get done on a border wall or a border fence. They Supposedly, they stipulate in the plan that it include a list of known physical barriers, levees, technologies, tools, and other devices that can be used to achieve 
and maintain awareness and operational control along the southern border. And again, this is completely different than we were told during the campaign. This this is not... We're, he he never said, we'll build a wall where there's not physical barriers or levees or, you know, other technologies, tools and devices and other ways uh, to go about it. That wasn't the deal. But, of course, it is now. So, And, and they can't even do this. They can't even get this done. They're going to talk for a year, if this bill passes, a year about the strategy and then submit something to Congress and then, and then what happens? You know nothing happens. According to the Wall Street Journal, McCain said Sunday, it's time we end the gridlock so we can quickly move on to completing a long-term budget agreement that provides our men and women in uniform the support they deserve. Uh, while reaching a deal cannot come soon enough for America's service members, the current political reality demands bipartisan cooperation to address the impending expiration of the DACA program and secure the southern border. Uh, despite this bill, Senate Democrats in January said they'd be willing to drop demands for the DACA fix to be part of the final uh, spending negotiations in order to avoid a shutdown. But now, apparently, the DACA fix is back in. <laughs> Frustrating? Yeah, you bet. Mm. You bet. Senate Minority Whip Dick Durbin says, we're viewing immigration and spending on separate terms because they're on separate paths. Uh, and it's so easy to get them to agree to something like this because the timeline is so stretched out. And who knows mm. who's going to be in power by the end of this road? Oh, yeah, I know. Stop. I know. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just so It's the same stuff. It's the same stuff we've, we've been enduring all this time. Again, in 2006, they passed a bill. That said that the a, a fence shall be built along the southern border. Shall be built. And it never was. Still hasn't. That was, in, that was 12 years ago. So what would make anybody think that the Congress is at all serious about securing the border? McConnell, Mitch McConnell said, I don't think we'll see a threat of a government shutdown again over this subject. One of my favorite old Kentucky country songs is there's no education in the second kick of a mule. (laughs) And so I think there'll be a new level of seriousness here trying to resolve these issues. Well, here it is Tuesday. Government shuts down Thursday and there's no deal on a budget. And we haven't had a budget, by the way, (laughs) since 2009. Since 2009, Uh, there's been no American budget. And we wonder why we're $22 trillion in debt. Uh, According to Mitch McConnell, if the immigration issue was not resolved in the global discussions, then I'm perfectly happy provided the government is still open on February 8th to go to the subject and to treat it in a fair way. We'll see who can get to 60 votes. Uh, The House... <clears throat> has rejected the bipartisan plan already. And <laughs> they've already said it's a non-starter, which is probably good because this is a terrible uh, framework for it already. CNN reported yesterday that an administration official called the bill, co-sponsored by McCain and Coons, worse than the Graham-Durbin immigration bill, which was pretty bad. 
The White House in January said the Graham-Durbin proposal would not have provided enough funding for the U.S.-Mexico border wall, and this one provides none. Also, Trump, President Trump tweeted yesterday, any deal on DACA that does not include strong border security in the desperately needed wall is a total waste of time. March 5th is rapidly approaching, and the Dems seem not to care about DACA. Make a deal. He also said in December that there will be no help for DACA recipients without funding for the border wall. And that's kind of interesting, too, because Mexico is going to pay for this wall, right? (laughs) Yeah. uh Mexico is going to pay for it. We're going to build a big, beautiful wall with a big, beautiful door, and Mexico is going to pay for it. Uh, The Democrats have been told and fully understand that there could be no DACA without the desperately needed wall on the southern border. And an end to the horrible chain migration and ridiculous lottery system of immigration. We must protect our country at all costs. I absolutely agree with that. It just doesn't seem like it's possible at this point to come to any kind of agreement. I don't understand it. If if the Democrats don't care about securing our borders for the nation, we should make them all live in houses without doors. <laughs> We should all, they should be forced into removing all the doors from their home so that anybody who wants to can come into their home at all hours of the day or in the middle of the night if they want to. Bring their stuff and just plop down on the floor or maybe find an empty bedroom and just occupy it. Hey, get up and help themselves to breakfast in the morning. Maybe find your car keys and drive themselves to the bar. Have a drink, come back, eat some more of your food. (laughs) That's what's happening to our country. If it's good enough to do to the nation, it's certainly good enough to do to all of these individual Democrats who don't want a wall, who don't want border security. Why should that be any different? It's agonizing. And then you've got the Pope continually sounding off on this as he did again over the weekend about american border security as there's a giant wall last i checked surrounding the vatican tear that thing down and then tell us we don't need a wall we don't need a wall i'll let go of my dreams for for a wall along the mexican-american border when the vatican takes down the wall around the vatican and if, if the White House decides that they're going to sign a bill without a wall, then they should tear down the fence around the White House, too. And allow just anybody to come in, because they do anyway. So even with the fence around the White House, you still got people hopping over it and running into the White House. Uh, yeah, just it's, it's madness. It's madness. We, we have, we're turning into a third world nation. The greatest nation on earth can't even can't even begin to secure their border can't even begin to enforce their own laws you know if and i'm talking to democrats and republicans in washington if they do indeed love the country as much as they want us to believe you'd think it would just be common sense it would just be the most easy thing for them to agree on protecting the greatest country that ever existed but no, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't know that they do believe that. So um, I don't think they do. 
And we're held to a, a totally different standard than anybody else on earth. We, for some reason, can't ask anything of the people coming here. In fact, we can't even ask them to come here legally. Uh, we just have to welcome them with open arms and lavish gifts on them when they come. It's suicide. Yeah, it is. It we is national suicide. Our nation. Yeah. Ah, it's frustrating. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Ryan Seacrest has responded to uh the claims of sexual harassment against him. This is interesting. People are starting to defend themselves over these charges. Uh Ryan Seacrest vigorously defends himself. We'll tell you about that. Yeah, Stu's as well as in. Stu. Stu's coming, coming in. up to talk about uh, his experience <laughs> with his son at the uh, at the Super Bowl over the weekend. That's next on Pack Ray Unleashed. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Joined by Stu Gear, the Glenn Beck program, uh, who is, as you may know, a Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> How'd you pick up on that? You may also know he <sighs> goes to the Super Bowl every year. I do, Pat. And we never hear the end of it. No, it's true. Right? And especially this year when your stupid Eagles won the game. I cannot freaking believe it. I cannot I believe can't either. this but, stupid yeah. shirt that I'm wearing now. It says Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, that feels good, huh? feels really good and it's to the point of like it's weird when i see it like mm-hmm. the, the words don't look right to me they don't look like they're in the right order it look like almost looks like another language uh, i know yeah. I, it's incredible can i because I, I want to hear all about your experience mm-hmm. but i was just in atlanta a couple of weeks ago and there's a section of atlanta falcons merchandise and they were st- they were still trying to sell the atlanta falcons nfc champion shirts and you look at those and he's just like, oh, are you kidding me? Please they hurt. Put them away. I know. So that's congratulations. What, I know. That's why I had to wait. I, I was like, I got to go to the, you know, the the NFL shop and find one that actually has the Super Bowl champions because, like, mm. they have tons of stuff there, but it either just says the Super Bowl or it says NFC champions, and you got to get the, you got to get the full deal once they actually win it. And this is not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a long freaking time. Fifty eight years. Fifty eight years. Fifty eight years. Yeah. Uh, meaning that it was 17 years before, 16 or 17 years before I was born, uh, was the last time they won an actual championship. Mm. Um, and uh, to, to see it actually happen in person was incredible. Mm. Uh, you know, I mean that, you know, and to see it with, you know, my son, I took him uh, to the game. He's six. Uh, it was his first ever football game that he ever <laughs> attended. So he, as I, uh, he is the ultimate Eagles fan because he's only been every game he's ever been to. They won the Super Bowl, uh, <laughs> which is a pretty awesome ratio. Yeah, that's one to one in games attended and Super Bowl champions championships. So uh, that's pretty nice. Did he uh, love it? Loved it. I mean, it was <laughs> awesome because it was such a fun. You know, the whole weekend is always fun. Um, and so uh, I went to my wife early on in the week and I said. <laughs> I got to break something to you here. <laughs> I got to take this kid to the game. I, he's got to yeah. be there. Uh, <laughs> there's the picture. Yeah, oh, cool. he, he's got to be there. Um, and because, uh, I mean, look, the the part about this is uh, 
the interesting thing about the Eagles is it may not happen for another 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So I yeah. better get this kid. If, if I had this opportunity, I really thought about this because it was like what legitimately one of my lifelong dreams to, I mean, it really was I, one of the things I wanted to do in my life was bring my dad to a Super Bowl. Um, because we, that's, we always talked about football and the Super Bowl is a huge part of our lives. You know, it really is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he passed away, as you remember, and, mm-hmm. and so never got to do that. So when I had the chance to bring my son to an Eagles Super Bowl, I was like, mm-hmm. I've got to knock this one out right now because these these things, they don't come along that often, as Keith Malinak will tell you. Oh, for 52 of the Falcons yeah. are. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, Pat, as a Packers fan, this seems a little more regular. I yeah, think maybe to Pat, but you know, I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. A lot of good early success, but there's yeah. been a few, uh, you know, a few good runs recently. Yeah. Uh, so it was. It's pretty amazing. Actually, can you show that picture one more time? One, a little interesting tidbit of this one. So the the last kickoff of the game, Eagles get that big strip strip sack, right? Mm-hmm. Get the uh, get the fumble on that strip sack. Uh, get Which a field was huge, huge play. because huge play. I, you had the feeling that the Patriots, the Eagles were having a tough time stopping. Them. Oh yeah, they, I, they were. Whoever had the ball last was yeah, what it felt like. Yep. Um, so they get the ball, kick the, they get the kick, the field goal. The yeah. last kickoff, the Patriots attempt a reverse, a trick play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brian Brayman, the uh, Eagles special teamer, uh, linebacker, makes a really good play. You know, huge thing. He gets gets it. So the drive starting at like the ten yard line. The woman over Zach's shoulder. Who photo bombs this particular picture is is his mom. They were sitting oh, his oh, really? yeah Brian Brayman's mom was sitting right in front of us with his two oh, his two cool. kids and his I guess his wife. Wow. And uh and you should have seen how proud I mean she's like oh my god my son he just made that tackle was it, that was my son <laughs> it was so awesome was it That's at cool. this end of the field uh, um, yeah it was right right nice. right in front of us yeah so <laughs> uh, it was incredible and you see like you know. Uh, like I just, it's one of those things you'll never ever. I will never forget it. And the whole thing was cool. Like I mean, he had never really played in the snow before. We went out and played snow football <laughs> in like a foot oh, of snow wow. in some park. And you know, I took him to a, the Mall of America amusement park, and we played mini golf. And like it was just nice. all really cool events That's the whole great. time. Uh, and you know, so it was pretty cool was getting awesome. around in Minneapolis. Though, right? It was two, oh two degrees Sunday, right? <laughs> with with like a chill temperature <laughs> was, of fourteen below. It was like the high was two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, how, how they built a civilization in this location <laughs> is amazing to me. I mean, the the people were awesome. They did a really good job handling the Super Bowl. Some cities don't. Um, so they did a really good job. It was a really cool place. The stadium is amazing, Pat. You really? It's it's incredible. It's an incredible stadium. But it says it's so prohibitively cold. And uh-huh. I, you know, look, I'm a wuss, as you know. Like, mm-hmm. I just, when I came into this studio, I was like, God, it's so cold in here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I am bad like this, as you know. But they have to basically to redesign the entire city uh, over the, the idea that it's, it's cold. incredibly cold. I actually yeah. heard a sports radio host on the on the air at one point. Um, he's like, oh, you know, look, I mean, the one thing you could say, I think we've done a great job of the Super Bowl. One thing you could say about the Super Bowl, you know, look, you can't just you can't just pencil in. You can't just schedule 25, 30 degree days. You just can't schedule. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Like, yes. 25 or 30. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get a noose uh-huh. out at 25 or 30. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, I don't. They're I know, t- like, a lot tougher than I am. It's forty-five today in Dallas, and oh. it feels like forty-five <laughs> below. I, it it's so freaking cold here. Yeah. I can't remember. You know, it's it's. And then when you go to the north again, you know, I'm from Montana, so mm. I've I felt that kind of cold a lot and colder. Uh, but you forget what real just biting nasty cold feels like. It's incredible, and it's like you walk from 
the front door of whatever building you're in mm-hmm. to your car, which is, you know, not far, mm-hmm. or to, you know, uh, just like to the sidewalk a lot of times. We had to walk like three blocks from the bus to the actual game to get in. It's it, it just cuts through your body. Yeah, it does. I wanted to target like five do. times to buy more, you know, heated stuff, yeah. gloves, jackets, sweat. I mean, I I bought I spent more I think at Target than right. I did on the actual ticket. So here's what I was thinking during that game and and the behind the scenes pictures. Some of you, what you sent um, on Twitter. Uh, how many layers are people wearing? And just around the seats, are yeah. they just covered with coats? Well, and it's incredible. I mean, in all seriousness, like doing anything there. Besides the fact that it's cold outside, you can't plan for how you dress mm-hmm. because you you have to carry layer after layer after layer. Mm-hmm. I was wearing thermal layers a lot of the time because it was so cold. And then you, you have to carry so much stuff, yes. these giant jackets and sweaters mm-hmm. and coats, and it's like... Irritating. And then with your kid, too, yeah. which I had to get him. Of course, you're even more worried about, mm-hmm. about him, so you had to load him up with all this stuff. It was really difficult. Like Houston does with the heat, because of the heat, they have the underground tunnels so that yeah. people can walk in the heat, mm-hmm. uh, downtown in air-conditioned comfort, underneath the city. Minneapolis has the same, same thing, thing for the cold. Yeah, right? except it's, it's, elevated. Underground... it's elevated. It's uh, elevated? So it's o- it goes over, like they call it the Skyway. Oh, so it okay. goes over all the roads. So I thought some of it went underneath the city, too. No? Uh, I, it may. Uh, the parts we were in were, were over, okay. over the city. So, like, mm. you know, we had to walk from uh, the Viking Stadium to the Twin Stadium, which is where our car was parked. It's like a mile and wow. inside the entire way, for the most part. I mean, they did oh, a good wow. job. But it's a, they did a good job leaving it. It's the and same it's thing with the Mall warm, of America, right? Pretty the, warm in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was fine. The Mall of America is the same way. Like, they built an amusement park inside of a mall. I always thought that was really cool. It's because you don't want anyone to go outside. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. like, it's just like, please avoid our city by coming in these tunnels, is essentially <laughs> what you're saying. It's but a cool city, though. It was really cool. Isn't it? It's really, beautiful. And the people were awesome. Is great. Really nice. Really nice. It was bizarre, though, that uh, behind the scenes of the Super Bowl, you know, you know, they show you all these cool things. But, like, when you're walking around the stadium, there's always a couple cool things to notice. And so at one point, I I, you know, I may or may not have bought a, a quart or so of mac and cheese at one of the stands. <laughs> and by the way, the topping on the mac and cheese, uh, f- crumbled fiery Cheetos and Cool Ranch Doritos combined. Oh, that was wow. the topping on the mac and cheese. Wow. That's a solid, it was a solid How much topping. did that run you? Oh, it was $14, I think. <laughs> How much? Yeah, Jeffy was talking about the prices of some of the stuff oh. yesterday. Like a beer was 17 bucks. Oh, it was all insane. That's incredible. You just you just turn you turn the budget off on these weekends. You just you <laughs> have to. Right? Like at one point, I had like a, a hundred dollar Uber ride. I'm like, that's not even a line item on this freaking weekend. It's like, it was like wow. you know, it's like nothing. Um, so wow. this mac and cheese. So it comes in one of those like weird cardboard containers, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, a cup, and I'm you know, so obviously I eat all fourteen dollars worth of the mac and cheese. And so I'm, I'm walking up with with Zach, and we're coming up to the garbage, and I look at the garbage, and it's one of those garbages that has like nine slots. To put things in, plastics, bottles, uh, you know, then there's one that says trash, and then there was like a compost one, and, and everything else. So I'm walking up to it, and of course, what do I, I see? Trash. <laughs> and I'm like, you. I'm putting this all, I don't care what it is, it's Thank all you. going in the trash. Yep. Because once it's in the trash, they can't save it. It's in the trash <laughs> forever, and I've broken the system, I've <laughs> defeated the environmentalists, right? <laughs> so I walk up, as I'm walking up and I'm reaching for the trash, I hear, wait! Right? I look... <laughs> I, now, first of all, I look over. As I'm looking over, I continue putting it in the trash. And as I place it in the trash, she goes, oh, oh. And I go, oh, I'm sorry. I look over. Every garbage is staffed with two people. 
staffed with two people. Everyone in the entire stadium. Oh. And the two people, they're in recycling shirts. Okay? Oh, my god! And I, I posted a picture of this on Twitter. So the, recycling shirts. And the, the woman says to me, oh, no, 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 it's, that's okay, that's okay. She's very nice. Oh, yeah, you could see, you could see him in the background right here. Yeah. Um, and legitimately said, oh, that's okay, I'll get it. And as I'm walking away, she's opened up the trash. So ridiculous. And with her hands is taking my mac and cheese container out and placing it in the compost bin. And I noticed on your picture, I zoomed in on those garbage Nazis over there next yeah. to the cans. They're not even wearing gloves. They it's were barehanded. Now maybe she put them on. No, they're both just standing there. Well, th- so this is the this is not the exact people who did okay. it. It was the previous garbage can, but I wanted to get a picture to yeah. show you what it's they look like because that's so that's them. Maddening. That's incredible though, right? That is it's ridiculous. Can you imagine if you're like, it's hey, can ridiculous. you buy work at the Super Bowl? You're gonna reach uh, re- people's trash as they watch the game. You're just gonna have to <laughs> resort <Okay>. it. Okay, <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I want to save the planet, so yeah, I'll get people's <laughs> nasty food out of the garbage. Put it recycling, sure. It's the most disappointing. I'm now. going to the Super Bowl ever. <laughs> I'm going to the Super Bowl. What are you going to do there? I'm going to remove <laughs> Stu's macaroni and cheese trash and reroute it to another garbage can. Um, it's good for him, though. I mean, yeah. good. Yeah, that's if the, they're that stupid that they got to do that. <laughs> good luck. With You'll that. probably have the good same luck. encounter at Atlanta next year. Yes, Super Bowl. that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see any garbage Nazis around the garbage cans there, but uh, they'll probably have them out for the Super, the Bowl, Super Bowl because Bowl. they do have the nine. It's all about posturing. Right? It's all virtue signaling. So they want to say, "Hey, look how yeah. serious we take this. Yeah. We're going to take. We're going to. We're going to reach in and take your gooey mac and cheese." container and put it in another garbage can with our plastic gloves probably idiocy yeah uh so we've got some uh announcements uh from around around the globe actually i haven't heard any of this yet. starting <laughs> in uh philadelphia so this is the this is the play oh, where yeah. tom brady gets strip sacked there yeah this, oh, this is kind of where they win the game mm-hmm. uh where brady gets strip sacked i was still sure they were losing at this point but as heard around the world we'll start with the philadelphia uh eagles announcers with white to his right Brady back again. He stepped up. He's hit and falls forward. He fumbled. And he fumbles the football, and the Eagles have it. It is recovered by. Yeah, it is unrecovered by Barnett. 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 Brady fumbles, and Barnett has the ball. They finally hurry. They're not even trying to achieve objectivity. I don't think they believe it shape or form. Yeah, they're not even trying. How about ESPN Latin America? I want to hear that one. Brady, colapsado, le quita el balón, y la tiene Filadelfia. <laughs> More excited than I would have anticipated, probably. I, I like that. Uh, here's what happened in Australia. Here's the way it sounded there. Brady stands, ball knocked out of his hands. Eagles recover. The Eagles get the ball back. The script is flipped. Tom Brady bereft on the turf. I, it amazes me. It has literally been ripped from his grasp. The Eagles with a five-point lead. It amazes me. It's broadcast in Philadelphia, I mean, in Australia. It, yeah. What do they care? Yeah. What do right. you care in Australia? You have your own Australian rules yeah, I'm not watching your rugby championship, right, and it's certainly not being broadcast here. how big Why? this game is, it's, right? It's mm-hmm. that big. I got to say, at that point, all I was thinking was, uh, A, on that drive, 100% sure that Tom Brady was going to score yeah, I was a touchdown. Too. I was like 100%. I was and and they would have. And they probably would have. And then even when the Eagles got the ball, I just all it was cal- mathematical calculation. They got one timeout. You got a two-minute warning. They're going to get the ball back with about one minute left if they can't get this first down. Yeah. And I was sitting there watching. There was multiple plays, fourth and five, uh, after they got the ball back. If they get a five yards on this play, this is over. They're actually going to win the freaking Super Bowl. 
they didn't get it. <laughs> Fourth and ten. How uh, down in the, down in the in the Patriots end later on. <clears throat> All, this play, if they do not catch this ball. Amendola catches it. And then there was another one in that same drive where like they had the same exact opportunity. I was like, this is are they gonna let them these guys go all the way down this field and score and then get the two point conversion and tie this game and win it in overtime? I was thinking of, of Keith. How nervous mm-hmm. were you on that Hail Mary? Oh, incredible. Because they almost got Especially it. Especially to Gronkowski, because yeah. he makes that play a lot of times. He does. And and the, one of the Eagles just batted mm-hmm. it up, and it just floated up there like helplessly. Mm-hmm. As it was and there were there like the... three Patriots around it. Yeah. Gronk was one of them. And then there were, I, I forget who else was there, but they were fairly close to the ball. Yeah. If he would have seen it in time, he could have dove and, and made a play on that. Not to mention on that last play. They had him for a sack. Yeah. And the game would have been over. Yeah. There was like 10 chances they had like that. And honestly, it was so... It's just such meant a, to be, man. It, it was meant God, to be for the Eagles it, to win it, it this did. year. And it's like, I feel a little bit uh, uh, like Inigo Montoya. Like, I, I've been in the revenge business so long, <laughs> now I don't know what to do with myself. You know, like I... You finally got there. I kind of there. Like, I, I just, I've like sat here my entire <laughs> life waiting for this thing to happen your life is just simply over now. yeah it's That's like all. and it's i said it's over. funny I, before the season i think it was the day before the first game i tweeted just once before i die yeah hashtag eagles mm-hmm. with no expectations they had any chance of winning the super right. bowl this year that was and i was thinking to myself you know this would be a good tradition every year before the first game i will tweet this until it happens yeah. and i will leave it up there as my pin tweet yeah. the entire yeah, I, season i saw I that like all year and all year <laughs> And, you know, here it is. I think the the bad thing about that is now technically I can die, which I'm not really looking forward to. <laughs> uh, but, you know, oh, at gonna, least it happened. How about Nick Foles, though? I'm going to live forever. an unbelievable freaking game he Incredible. played. Incredible. Unbelievable. If the you, last two games he played oh, oh in, the champ, in the uh, NFC Championship and the Super Bowl, he was phenomenal. I mean, if phenomenal. you would have told me that game would have played out with that script where Nick Foles has to outduel Tom Brady, has to basically outscore them. They're de- they will not make yeah. the Patriots punt once in the game. Yeah. I would have never Incredible. believed they were going to win that game. There were more. And year- especially if you if you would have told me before the game, oh Tom Brady's going to throw for 505 yards. Yeah. I'm going to, oh, okay, that's yeah. a huge. No interceptions. Patriots blowout. Right, yep. 505 Three touchdowns, mm-hmm. no interceptions. Patriots lose. Yeah. You would never guess that. Never. I mean, maybe if Carson Wentz is there, you could say, okay, they're going to out to Foles was fantastic. Amazing. He was an elite quarterback. He, he played was. like a Super yeah, Bowl he MVP. He's going to make a lot of money next year. Uh, yeah, well, they're I probably hope, getting rid of him, aren't they? Isn't I hope not. I, they, they're talking about it, about trading him. He has one more year under contract, though, for $7 million. It's like, That's keep the guy. Money. You got a guy who's got, who's got a knee who's, you know, we don't know how long it's going to take to recover. You got a Super Bowl mm-hmm. winner on your team? Keep him. Right. Keep him. Keep him there and let yeah. him have, stay one more year and let him collect his money next year. Most likely, hopefully, Wentz plays and 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 his his aura won't be ruined by a year on the bench. I mean, you know, I mean, I think he'll make his money anyway if he wants to leave. But Foles is such a good guy. They're both such good guys. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he stays by choice. Yeah. I mean, that team is so tight knit. Uh, you know, like there's so, all such good guys. One of guys. them's baptizing team members yeah. on the road all season. The other one wants to be a pastor after he's done with the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it, pretty good guys. It's it's incredible. Uh, uh, we t- I was talking to Dan Andros, who runs uh, FaithWire.com, mm-hmm. um, and you know, he used to be here with the Blaze. And he said, uh, he said, uh, he's like, I pretty much turned the site into EaglesWire.com right now. Like, it's, it's all <laughs> Eagles are such good guys right now. Yeah. And that's so crazy coming out of Philadelphia. No Usually only murderers uh, are on the team. But no, I mean, they, you know, it, they're such good guys. And, and it's like, it's the type of team that America actually likes. They mm-hmm. don't like the city. 
They don't, the they fans don't, don't, they don't want the fans. Like they the really fans. hate the fans. I heard that from every freaking mm-hmm. Uber driver in Minnesota. <laughs> I made sure they told mm-hmm. me their horror story with the Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> and I look, I can't. I'm not a collectivist. I can't answer for everyone. <laughs> I can only sit here and be very happy. You can today. answer for yourself, and that's about it. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Stuber Gear. We'll listen for you tomorrow on uh, the Glenn Beck program. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Triple Eight. 933.93. All right, we want to play these last uh, couple of, uh, because, I mean, this is a once every 60 years occurrence, the Philadelphia Eagles winning a Super Bowl. Let me bask in it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so here's, uh, here. I mean, they broadcast it in Latin America. They broadcast it in Australia. And uh, here's, what, here's what it sounded like in Germany. That's just a language of love, isn't it? I mean, it is. They were happy. They were excited. And they they still sound like they want to murder a whole race of (laughs) people. You just can't yell in German. You can't do it. It doesn't sound good. That's one of the happiest moments of my life. What you just heard, it still sounded evil. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the local sports guy. Mm. Uh, Here's here's the local sports guy freaking out. The guy from Philadelphia. Is this from a local radio station? No, it's a local TV TV? station. And um, he's talking about a basketball score. And I guess the news comes across and he just freaks out and nobody knows why. And I don't then, think we have that one. And then the graphic comes up. Yeah, I think so. We, we do have that one? Hmm? Yeah. I'm being... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Good golly. He hasn't even said it yet? Nope. <laughs> the, 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 the score has to come on the screen so we know what's going on. I completely understand what's happening right here. Totally. That's legitimately he exactly what I was doing. loses his mind. It's kind of fun. I just kept saying, it's actually happening. I kept I kept screaming, it's actually happening. I, it couldn't, I literally couldn't believe it. Yeah. It's been, it, this is like my whole life. I, and and against the wish, best team in football for the yeah. last, you know, Zilli- 16 zillion years, years at least. Yeah. And yeah. a listener, uh, El Holloway, uh, sent me a tweet uh, last night. They caught you on TV with Zach. Um, <laughs> which is an incredible amazing. catch. That is so <laughs> cool. I mean, you're on TV again. Yeah. And the Super Bowl, again, too. At the Super Bowl. <laughs> Don't get kicked out. Don't get kicked out, still, please. Yeah, keep your hands away from the field. Yeah, How amazing is that? I mean, if you go to the Blue Jays game. It happens to be broadcast. You're in it. <laughs> and then you go to the Super Bowl, and you're in it. That's pretty. I mean, the Super Bowl is a big one. I That's mean, you know, uh, you know. 110 million people saw that. That's well, well 103 hey. million. Yeah, yeah, it was down a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's I cannot believe someone caught that. That's incredible. I don't think I would have caught that. I mean, that is somebody watching so closely to see. I'm going to see if I can find Stu. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. That's, it is. 
That's yeah, uh, that's pretty freaking impressive. I, I, one thing I loved about the game too, by the way, I was in the middle of it, and uh, you know, exciting moment. Super Bowl, Eagles score a touchdown. Go, fans are going crazy, and uh, and 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 Zach, my son, looks up at me, and goes, "Daddy, Daddy, Daddy!" I'm thinking he's like, "What's he gonna ask?" Like he's he's very curious about the game. He doesn't like have it mastered yet. He doesn't know all the ins and outs, mm-hmm. so he's asking questions the entire time. How many more chances do they have? How far do they have to go? Like you know, he's the whole time. And he looks up, he goes, "Crowds going bananas." Like everything, the peak excitement. He goes, Daddy, 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 can you sign me up for football? Oh. <laughs> like, yes, That's absolutely, great. buddy, here, sign son. you up for football. That's great. <laughs> so, That's I cool. guess he's going to start playing. So. <laughs> That's really fun. All right. Uh, more stew tomorrow on the Thank Glenn Beck program. Yeah, and I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this moment. To just all the times we talked about the Eagles and our torture, and here it is, and here it, it's finally it freaking happened. I'm not taking this a morning show every day. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome. 888-900-3393. Uh, <laughs> Hillary Clinton had some interesting things to say about climate change. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy what she, <laughs> what she was saying because uh, it's pretty hard to deny. This is all true. And particularly... Uh, for women, you're absolutely right. They will bear the brunt of looking for the food, looking for the firewood. This is when <laughs> climate change, I guess, destroys the planet. No, it's coming, Pat. Women will bear the brunt of looking for the food, looking for the firewood? Yeah, absolutely. You see this coming. Uh, <laughs> what sorry. is happening, man? I don't. Are they out of arguments? Uh, I, I can't. I mean... This is this is so bizarre. Okay, so when things get really bad for, with climate change, this is what will happen in the mind of Hillary Clinton. Particularly mm-hmm. uh, for women, you're for absolutely women. right. They will bear the brunt of bear the brunt. looking for the food, looking for, looking the, for the firewood, firewood. <laughs> looking for, uh, looking for the place to migrate to when to migrate. all of the grass is finally gone as the... <laughs> Uh, desert vacation move south and you have yeah. to keep moving your livestock or your crops right. are no longer are your crops? Uh, growing. They're burning up in burning uh, up, the man. intense heat that we're now seeing reported uh, across uh, North Africa into the Middle East and into India. So yes, uh-huh. women once so again yes. will be the primary, uh, primarily burdened with the uh, problems of climate change so look for what? international I don't organizations why. to support uh there are some groups that are planting trees and- <laughs> okay. okay see all right so there's another extra added problem with climate change it is hurting mostly women well there's something missing there that she just assumed you would pick out between the lines is that apparently climate change gonna kill off all the, all men. the men i guess because why else would they be why are the women <laughs> gathering the food and the firewood when did that become a thing i guess chivalry so, dies too with climate change wim, women bear the burden of gathering the food <laughs> and and the firewood and then migrating it's women who are saying yeah we're gonna go 
somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what's going to be safe. I guess you'd go north, right? Because the south is going to be, that's where the things are going to be burning up mm. first. Mm. And then you might have some respite up mm. north <laughs> in the northern climates of, you know, Minneapolis, as we just talked about, uh, just, or maybe Montana, just when Canada. You think that they can't get any more nuttier. I know. Then all of a sudden, climate change is sexist? How? Why? Why is that happening? I'd love to hear. I, I, there's no explanation of why it's worse for women. Uh, we did learn a new word, though, um, from Hillary, and uh, at least I did. The desert- Desertization or something? Desertification. 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 Thank you. Okay. Word the of the day. Desertification <laughs> of uh, the planet, which, okay. <sighs> well, of course, it's going to become one giant desert. Obviously, right? Because it's going to be so hot. It's going to burn up all the grass. And she's saying it's already happening in North Africa. Well, wait a minute. Where in North Africa? They've already got deserts. It's called the Sahara Thank there. You. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, so. I just saw a headline today. Second time this year that a rare snow? snowfall in the Sahara. This is pissing me off. But the grass this is all burned up. Just pisses me <laughs> off. It snowed again mm-hmm. in the Sahara because that happened, what, last month or the month before? Yeah, let's see. Where they got 15 inches wow. of snow in some Sahara desert town. Yeah, January 9th it snowed, and uh, and here, here's the headline. Uh, Sahara Jeez. desert town is covered in snow for the second time this year. Wow. And hold on, that was a fun little wow. subheading that just went off my screen. Several inches of snow fell overnight, um, West Algeria. 37-year spell of no snow ended in December of 2016, and it snowed four times since then. Uh, this is fascinating. That's great. But the grass is burning up there. Yeah, but the desertification <laughs> is happening anyway, I guess. It's amazing. So this is so bad that they have to come out with plan B to cool the planet. It's coming out of the shadows. This is something they talk about from time to time, that they ha- they're going to have to take some really weird action in order to cool down the planet because of the desertification of of the earth. Uh, scientists who study geoengineering say this is within the realm of possibility. They're going to try to manipulate the climate by, first of all, planting billions of trees to clear the air or create a mirror of chemicals in the in the sky to reflect the sun's heat away from the earth. Uh, scientists, including David Keith at Harvard University and Antonio Basilacci of the University Corporation for Atmospheric Research, which is, uh, I follow them in football football season all year long. Mm. They're really good. University Corporation for Atmospheric Research has a really good football What's team. What's their team's nickname? Uh, the Liars? The Clouds. Oh, the Clouds. The clouds. Uh, they're advocating that more resources be devoted uh, to geoengineering the, the planet. All? Suddenly, all sorts of people five years ago would have said, shut up, this is too controversial, I don't want to talk about it, now agree something should happen. So they're talking about planning uh, whether shooting sulfate aerosols into the stratosphere <sighs> might limit solar radiation. <clears throat> They've got some other things going on, too. Um, let's see. We are past a point of no return in the quest to avoid dangerous warming. Earth masters the dawn of the age of climate engineering is uh, what Clive Hamilton wrote. And in it, he says, we've reached the geoengineering tipping point. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've been there. 
Are we not past it yet? Because I've heard that a lot. I know. And so they're, but they're more and more of them are saying we've got to either paint all roofs uh. on the planet white. Have you heard that one before? I, I have. Yeah, well, they've been saying that for a while. That, that I believe, was, <clears throat> I'm not kidding. There are a couple of things that I remember uh, from my brainwashing classes in elementary school, middle school. But I remember in a fifth grade classroom reading about the 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 painting the roofs white and how we're going to totally that run out of ago? oil. Yeah, and, and really? run out of oil. Oh, my gosh. And like this is the year this country runs out of oil. And they were all like late 90s, early 2000s. So, yeah, Unbelievable. It's, it's been around for a lot longer than we so, might think. Paint roofs white mm-hmm. would be one of the easier things to do because uh, that will reflect infrared rays. Um, let's see. We can also do what China did recently in the Olympics, in the Olympic games in, in 2008, and that's shoot rockets into the air to divert, to divert rainfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some other plant, massive planet wide endeavors being thought about, like spraying marine clouds with salt water to make them paler <laughs> so that they'll bounce more sunlight back into space or, <gasps> Or how about this? They could inject micro bubbles into the Pacific and Atlantic oceans and have the same effect. It would reflect sunlight. Micro bubbles into the ocean. Well, I mean, how much more are you going to depend on on the ocean? I mean, it's already absorbing about what two hundred degrees Fahrenheit every year. Right. I Otherwise, mean, so, we'd be two hundred degrees hotter. So how how I mean, we can't be leaning on the ocean for any more help? Uh, they might thin out cirrus clouds with biological agents to allow heat to escape into the atmosphere. Oh, that sounds like a winner. How biological about this? <laughs> Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> Using powdered iron iron sulfate to fertilize oceans and stimulate phytoplankton growth that will draw carbon dioxide from the sky. What are we doing? Now we're messing with plankton sex lives? What is happening this is, here? Uh, frightening stuff. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that goes wrong and then you wind up with, uh, what is that, that What is that movie that that failed? Geostorm. Mm. Mm. Geostorm. They messed with the weather and that thing and it turned on them. This is the kind of stuff that it's just funny if it was just liberal think tanks, people sitting around, leftists saying this, we should do this. We should. But the problem is but they're dangerous. setting policy and they're raping our children's future of tax dollars on this kind of crap. Yep, and it's just insane, and it just and it it ends up touching so many parts of our lives. Get the hell out of my life. The UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is hard at work on a report that's expected to uh, throw cold water on the hope for one and a half degree goal of keeping it. They're, what they're trying to do is keep the temperature from rising more than one and a half degrees with the with the big Paris Accord, which we pulled out of, thankfully. Uh, and they're saying that it's not going to happen without some degree of geoengineering. Even two degrees is widely viewed as unobtainable unless, you know, they start painting roofs white <laughs> or doing the micro bubbles in the ocean. The micro bubbles. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the micro bubbles. Are you? Uh-huh. Because I think that would be cool. It's a good band name. I'm not, micro, I don't even know what micro bubbles look like or do or, or how you would inject them into the ocean. For many, climate intervention means throwing in the towel. Uh, According to one scientist, he says there's been a healthy dose of resistance in the research community. If attention is is diverted to geoengineering, that would mean taking the focus off mitigation and reduction in greenhouse gases. There are plenty of reasons to be wary beyond the unknown effects on the ecosystem and humankind. Investments in geoengineering could siphon money from developed 
developing renewable energy and less polluting vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. It could also have some kind of unintended consequence that you haven't even thought about yet. Hey, guess who's on board with uh, micro bubbles? Um, let me see if I can get this window to open back up for you. Al see, Gore. Uh, close. Oh, okay. Yeah. That guy. Uh, Bill Nye, the Bill science Nye. liar. The, the not so science guy. Good He's on board with micro bubbles? Yeah, I just found an article. Uh, it, <laughs> it may or may not contain audio that may or may not be heading through the World Wide Web toward your inbox. So we'll see what he had to say about micro bubbles. I love uh, that. In just a few years. He's been on board for a while. So, um, has he now? <laughs> This article from... Uh, well, he's not actually a scientist, so uh, that's really comforting to know <laughs> that this pretend scientist, <laughs> who's not a scientist, but he plays one on TV, is going to tell us how, how we need to save the planet. Yeah. The guy was actually, I think, didn't he get a degree in engineering or something? I mean, something. it was it was completely unrelated to I'll any sort out. of climate science. Yeah, it Completely was, uh, unrelated. Yeah, and he did stand-up comedy before he realized that people were buying his character as an actual science guy. Um, but uh, let's see, his uh, degree is in... Well, he went to Cornell, so we have to listen to everything he says. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. <laughs> yeah. All right, triple eight. 933-93 with your thoughts on any of this madness. Uh, let me tell you about... Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com because if you're looking to buy or sell and it's one of the biggest investments you'll ever make in your life you need a realtor that you can really trust now years ago Glenn and Tanya had a a house they tried to sell in Connecticut and it took them a long time I think two years and they had a realtor that they just didn't it didn't work out for them and they were really frustrated with their very bad experience. <clears throat> so they put together a network because they didn't want this to happen to other people. They put together a network of over 1,200 agents across the country that are rigorous, rigorously qualified by Glenn's team. And they're qualified on experience, marketing plans, their character, and the results they get. Plus, one other really critical element, and that's their fans of Glenn's show. So they share, generally speaking, your principles and values. So if you need to sell your house and you're looking to get the most money for it and you're looking to sell it fast, or maybe you want to buy, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust and we will introduce you to the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business. Get your house moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You can uh, tweet us at Pat Unleashed. Got this from Kaboom. Uh, John McCain is just looking out for his constituents with this uh, immigration bill. His consi- constituents on the other side of the border. Uh, from Mike, of course, the Democrats can't stand for in and God we trust. Democrats, 
are godless animals. <laughs> uh, from Crazy Hog 87. <clears throat> OMG, enough with the eagles. I knew Stu would be unbearable. <laughs> so right about that. <laughs> so right about that. It's nice, though, because, you know, I mean, we've heard him yak about the Eagles forever, and for him to just have this nice moment, we'll let him have the moment, Mm -hmm. and then we'll move on. And I think we just did. We just had that moment with him. Yeah. And and now it is definitely time. It's in the past, but it will be downloadable later. Yes. Tell your friends. Uh Okay, we, we were talking about some of the geoengineering they're planning to do for the planet. You know, like release chemicals into the air. And hopefully the sunlight would bounce off those chemicals and reflect back uh, away from the Earth. That's one of the things. But there's something called micro-bubbles that apparently <laughs> Bill Nye is a big fan of. Yeah. And he seems to be discussing it in uh, this particular little babble session that he has. Uh, Climate change is apparently, by all reckoning, the most (laughs) difficult type of problem for people to accept. It's far enough in the future and no individual is responsible. Everybody's responsible and there's no enemy except us. us. But we're just trying to make a living, breathing and burning stuff like everybody else. If you're this guy Inhofe from uh, Oklahoma, it's literally unimaginable to you. You can't imagine Mm -hmm. how a population of humans could change the atmosphere of an entire planet. But we have okay well he says we have so obviously uh we have (laughs) but we have well okay give me the evidence what is the evidence for that because they're continually saying we have and then they'll point to look at the fires and the floods and the droughts yeah these are all things we've always had on this planet so what's different what's new show me they can't largely by accident when i went to the world's fair 1964 get this five Mm -hmm. there were fewer than three billion people in the world oh wow when i left the world's fair there were more than three billion now in my grandfather's day there were fewer than one and a half billion so people were born apparently while he was at the world's fair that's fascinating how did that happen that's fuzzy math he was at the world's fair who was populating the planet who yeah uh everybody else (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't when understand. I, when I that went to the World's comment. Fair, there were less than three billion people. When I left the World's Fair, there were more than three billion people. So you mean people gave birth while you were at the World's Fair? Is that the weirdest <laughs> damn? Thing? What is that? I mean, what does that I mean? I came to work this morning, and there were however many people in the world. When I'm yeah. leaving work, there's going to be there's a few more, more people. There's more people. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a true fact. When we came to work this morning, there were fewer yeah. people. And then when we leave, there will be more people. The solution? Just stop coming to work. And then maybe we can keep your population. <laughs> I don't understand his point. I don't <laughs> either. so weird. Very okay, weird. As we record this, there's 7.2 billion. 7.2 That's billion. That's the first problem. That's not a problem. If you had an extraordinary car uh-huh. on some kind of extraordinary road. <laughs> yeah. And you could go straight up for an hour. Hmm. You'd be in outer space. So that's the problem. Seven billion people. The atmosphere is like that. And then the third problem or thing you got to understand is carbon dioxide and a few other gases. This is what you have to understand. The world warm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Without carbon. The sun has nothing to do with it. Carbon dioxide keeps the world warm. Wait, hold on. What, what the hell are you talking about? What is the sun that you just spoke of? I don't even know what yeah, you're referring see, to. See, there's Pat. a two million degree burning orb in the sky that huh. has something to do with 
Well, maybe he's going to get to that. Yeah, maybe. He'll get to that. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, the greenhouse effect. The world would be too cold for us to be here, or at least to live the way we, to extent, exist the way we exist. We wouldn't look anything like ourselves, in other words. So those three things, carbon dioxide holds in heat. Seven billion people, atmosphere really thin. That's why we're changing, that's how we're changing the climate. Wow. The other problem with carbon dioxide. That, that doesn't, that is not proof of how we're changing the climate. Seven billion people doesn't mean anything. So what? So what? And CO2, there's always been CO2. Plus, there's been much higher levels of CO2 than we currently have. It just, and he kind of, it's like he's tiptoeing around it. Is he advocating for a mass genocide of the planet? Because well, that sounds like his only solution. It does, here. Yeah. And, and some of these guys, that's what they advocate. Uh, Bill Gates is a guy who wants fewer people on the earth. Uh, a lot of people don't understand. Bill Gates is a big anti-population guy. Uh, he's he considers things like sterilization and uh, quotas on children and those kinds of deals. And I'll bet you Bill Nye is another one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's here's what he has. Uh, it doesn't to say. go away. It's not. Mm-hmm. If you have a swimming pool that's dirty, yeah. And you trickle in clean water long enough and drain out dirty water. Eventually, it'll be clean. Right. But the atmosphere is, once the carbon dioxide's in there, it's not going anywhere. It stays there for centuries. Here's what I want everybody to do. Okay. Talk about it. Action point. Everybody talk about it all the time, okay. and then we'll get around to doing something about it. Mm. If the United States were leading in better battery technology, battery wind technology. and solar, wind and I know solar. there's a whole nuclear bunch of guys, I'm fine. If, if we were leading the way Jeez. in energy production through sustainable means, uh-huh. Coal and oil would uh, decrease in in usefulness, uh-huh. and the world would follow the United States. But with the United States dragging its feet, whining about China, whining about India, and they're not playing by the same rules, me, 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 nothing's getting done. If the United States were out in front, the whole world would follow. <laughs> uh, wow, that is unbelievable. Hold Plus, on. there's no micro bubbles there. He yeah, didn't t- say anything about micro bubbles. Well, uh- that's I was looking old, forward to micro right? bubbles. I mean, Don Ho. Yeah. Tiny bubbles. That's what they're saying on Twitter. That's what everyone's thinking about now is Don Ho's tiny bubbles. But uh, no, I'm, I wrote down the action points here. Okay. All right. Talk about it. Talk about it. And do something about it. Well, we're talking about it right now. But I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to drive my car home uh, at the end of the day. So there you go. So, that so, way I'll I will not breathe as heavily as if I would have walked home. Okay. And I'll release less That's CO2 into the atmosphere. But what have what are you going to do tonight <clears throat> to make up for all the babies that have been born since you've been at work today? Wow. Uh nothing. Well, see, um, then, I'm not going to do then anything. Then you didn't do action point number 2. Yeah. Do something about do it. Do something. Seriously. I, these people are mentally ill. That is that is what it comes down to. They really are mentally ill. I uh, I think they there's a, this progressive nonsense, this global climate change hysteria is a form of mental illness. Now these micro bubbles hmm. apparently increase the thickness of bright white sea froth and foam could you stop thus making the surface of the oceans more reflective this would lower water temperature 
and because that's they're currently the warmest they've been in the past 50 years. So what? They've been warmer than they are a long time, thousands of years ago. What caused it then? Wait, 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 wait. If we can't get rid of all the babies that are being born, should we just paint them all white or would that not go over well? Because <laughs> we're trying to reflect the light back. Yes, we are. Oh my gosh. This well, is these micro bubbles though, uh, they're basically mirrors made of air and they reflect back heat. So this is this is a brilliant idea. I don't know why uh, Bill Nye didn't talk about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, what a misleading headline. Yeah. I very. thought I thought he was going to save the world as he Now does it do did it. it say though in the article that he was a big advocate for Yeah, he says it says right here Bill Nye says bubbling air into Earth's oceans might save the planet. And then he didn't even mention it from ourselves. Wow. Finish the headline, Pat. Save us from ourselves. <laughs> I, I, it's it's despicable. This is one of the biggest <sighs> hoaxes in the history of mankind. Not the fact that the Earth has has warmed a little bit, which it has, hmm. like 0.7 degrees Celsius over a hundred years. So what? Yeah, and and I, I don't know if if you know much about this, uh, but there's another hoax out there that's um, that's that's been pulled on humanity. Are you familiar with Piltdown Man? At, at all, because <laughs> that definitely has been uh, pulled the wool over our eyes, they did. <laughs> uh, there's nothing I love more than Piltdown, man. 888 <laughs> uh, with your thoughts. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, and uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy coming mm. up. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. That sound must mean it's uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. And in fact, that's exactly what it does mean. So I know we talked yesterday and you've talked a little bit earlier today about uh, the celebrations in Philadelphia and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how gross some of them were, you know, the exciting. Did you show the horse poop one? No, I did not. No, we did not. Okay. Uh, Do you have that? No, I don't, but I'm, they had it yesterday. I mean, we may have it. I wasn't thinking I'm about not showing sure it. I, I just want to asked. show that. I, it's sick. Okay. I mean, it is. You know. So a guy eats horse poop. <laughs> I mean. Because he's dared because to. Because he's dared yeah. to, and the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Right. I, 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 I know. I know. What? I know, but listen. What think, does one thing have to do with the you other? You think that this was just an isolated incident, but no. Uh, they were partying in Winnipeg as well. <laughs> Uh, and rioting in Winnipeg. Wait, say Uh, that phrase again. They were partying and rioting in Winnipeg as well. Why? Did the Winnipeg Uh, Jets win the hockey title? uh, Well, you'd think that, but no. Uh, Jennifer Jones Mm -hmm. uh, won the Scotties Tournament of Hearts uh, in curling for the sixth 
time. No. For the sixth I time. I thought it was only five. Now, there's footage of the rioting uh, All right. in Winnipeg. And if we have it for our audience on Blaze TV, uh, okay. it's almost, I don't want to explain it play-by-play play to the radio oh audience. It's yeah. going to get ugly. It's, it's kind of ugly, but the... Uh, Let's see the ugliness the going ugliness on in, in Winnipeg, Winnipeg is, Canada. Uh, Sorry about that. So, I mean, Philadelphia is not the only place no. that you're, you're eating. Not going to garbage cans one at a time. That's great. Sorry about that. <laughs> then he picks it back up. I mean, she won the Scottish Tournament of Hearts for the <laughs> sixth time wow. in curling. Wow. Right? Yeah. Right? So, that's I a, mean, that's a can you believe it's been six? I thought it was only five. I know. It seems like I, only yesterday she was winning her first tournament. Right? And now it's just Jennifer right. Jones. And then, Time flies in the curling world. It does. <laughs> it sure Especially does. when you don't know what the hell is going on in the stupid sport. What do you sport? mean you don't know? Oh it's easy. To, you know, it's it's not that difficult it's of a game stupid. to catch up on. It is. It, it doesn't even make sense. What? What? They, they roll out with the stone, right? Yeah, stones. And then, and then they... Push the stone and they sweep in front of it. Yeah, because they yeah. want it, they want to have Slow it, it down or speed it up, right? To get lands, to the exact point in it, the it in the circles in a circle in the circles. Yes. And then another stone runs into yes. it. Yes, it's just you ever played darts? And I uh, and then somehow somebody wins. I right, don't you even ever play, understand. You played darts? It. Yeah, I've played darts. Just yes. think of the stones as darts. No, what have they called it? Ice not. darts. Would you go for it then? No, I would not. Yeah, Man. ice darts. It's a dumb sport. And I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, I can't even look at you. And the scoring system doesn't make any sense because it has nothing to do with where the where the thing the stone ends up. It seems like because they're always bumping into each other and knocking. Yeah, you try to knock each other out. That's the point. Yeah, whoever's got the most in the middle there before the next one comes up. That's the point. And then and then you have celebrations in Winnipeg like that when Jennifer what is wins. What's sweeping about? What does that do? To slow it down or speed it up? You're trying to melt the ice. The friction causes the heat. Are you serious? So Are you stupid. seriously asking me these that questions about curling? So now, now you know, their shoes. You now. know their shoes now. One is slick and one has got the grip. Yeah. Asinine. What a what? dumb sport. Are you seriously oh, asking me about during the winter curling? Olympics. Seriously, Canada, I mean, they don't even they don't even deserve to have a country. They no, don't deserve well, to have their own country. I mean, I, I will say that I think they have a deserve to have a, uh, a country with curling more than their leader. Ugh. I'll tell you that. Their leader is is a lunatic, and yes. a socialist lunatic. I don't, I don't know if you played Their it already today, but that ridiculous, stupid yeah, thing he was it, in, yeah. where he where he oh, yeah. checked the mankind over humankind. In fact, holy cow! In fact, let's let's play the the Justin that Trudeau just thing, agonizing, where the woman is asking him a question and watch what he does with he it. He is Justin Trudeau. He's so proud of himself. We came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because Mm -hmm. maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because oh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, uh, exactly. There we go, exactly. <laughs> yes, thank you. We can all learn from each question. other. <laughs> he deserves to be dog-slapped after that. That is just A ridiculous. Room full of idiots. That too. is ridiculous. See, Canada. Uh, there you go. <laughs> we need to invade Canada and put them out of their misery. <laughs> it just wouldn't take long. Make it the 51st state, okay? I mean, we're we're in trouble ourselves, but we're not there. Okay, not yet. <laughs> not not yet. yet. We're about to be there, but we're not there yet. So not let's just yet. take it from I, them 
and put them out of their misery. I think I wish that was actually someone who had the guts to say, yeah, okay, anyway, uh, about mankind and the answer to my question. <laughs> right. Justin. Right. Prime Minister, whatever the hell his title is. Pathetic. Oh, my gosh. Just agonizing. So anyway, uh, a little while ago, uh, last month, we told you that uh, Amazon had uh, made a very short list of the cities that uh, they were going to, thinking about moving their headquarters. Have they two decided? Two. Uh, HQ2. Yeah. Uh, to those cities. Now, have they decided? Uh, well, I've heard Denver's the lead city, probably. Have you? I have. Because the conspiracy people. Not Winnipeg? And the conspiracy lines. Uh huh. Uh, believe that it is Austin, Texas. Why? And you missed it as well as I, and I apologize for missing it uh, during the Super Bowl, but the Amazon uh, Super Bowl commercial. Uh oh. When Alexa lost her voice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the very beginning mm-hmm. says this. In Austin, it's 60 degrees with a ch- <laughs> Alexa? Huh. Amazon's Alexa huh. lost See? her voice this She ah. loses her voice. Right. They're telling Austin's temp. Ah, that's interesting. Come on now. So they're making a big deal out yeah, of that? Yeah, they are. That that means something? They sure are. <laughs> if Austin gets it over Dallas, I'm going to be hacked off. They might. I'm going to be hacked they might. off. If I go, I've been going, spending a little bit of time in Austin because my oldest son, Elvis, lives there now. Yeah. And uh, they are Why would they get over building. Get it over Dallas? Well, A. Come on. They're, they're, they've got other great big headquarters there. Uh, we don't? I know, but you don't. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like Austin is. The, they're the liberal plus, hub of yeah, Texas. Yeah, Austin is, the, is, a, is a city that you get the leans benefits of no toward taxes. the Amazon way of thinking. That's probably true, yeah. And uh, yeah. they, man, I, every time I go down there, they've built more. It's unbelievable. Mm. They just keep, I mean, it's, here we see roads being built. Mm-hmm. They're buildings. I mean, that's really strange. Um, have you been to our area? No, I don't see. There's no buildings there's being no built mean. anywhere. I don't know what you're talking about because I haven't seen any. Roanoke is building a huge Southlake style uh, complex. I know. Town hall, town yeah. center kind of thing, but that is. So. But they also didn't build the one, right? They kicked out the the one uh, warehouse that was gonna, wanted to be built there, or that was Keller was that was Keller, Texas. For those not mm. listening in the Dallas, I know no metroplex. one cares. No yeah. one cares. Uh, I get these are suburbs of uh, yes. Dallas. Of Dallas, it's part but, of the metroplex, but it's grown like um, crazy. In it this. is, but they're not. They're not. They're just building roads, no buildings. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. If you say so. I mean, uh, those I, must not be buildings around. that I'm seeing. I Okay. Uh, they're roads. No, they have right. to be roads. You're right. Pat. They're just roads. There's there's, when I no go to Austin, there's up. no roads, just buildings. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How are people getting to the buildings? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We're, right. just, we're, just, we're just driving around. Well, they're, 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 they're liberals, and so they're riding their little bikes. On the oh, bus there bikes. you go. On, yeah. little, on little bike trails. On the rent, on the rent yeah. of bikes. All right. <laughs> the, the rent of bikes that you have to uh, have the app for. You're probably right, though, because Austin is more liberal. Sure is, That's man. probably where, they're, where, where they'll go. That's sure agonizing. Is. I know they got the big university there. Although you know Dallas Fort Worth got TCU, but it's, yeah. but Texas and SMU, but te- both Christian. No, sorry, can't do that. Yeah. Ooh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean that's that's what anyway. that's what the conspiracy theories are saying. That's interesting. That's funny. Yeah, I know. Is. That's good. I know. A little clue. Uh, also, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, Natalie Wood's death, which uh, I find fascinating because I didn't realize that uh, I missed the 48 hours. That's why it came up mm. again, because there was a special 48 hours on the death of Natalie oh. Wood. And uh, Why the, after all this time? 
Well, they say this LAPD homicide detective, this John Carina, uh, said uh, no additional charges have been filed yet. But he said, look, um, what Wagner told authorities at the time doesn't really add up, which we talked a little bit about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, he was questioned at the time of her death. Mm-hmm. Now, he has not agreed to talk during the course of any of the other investigations. I mean, he's the, de- the uh, LAPD detective is like, we'd love to hear his side, his version of the events. Uh, he, but he, you know, Robert's like, uh, I already gave that. No. Yeah. Well, I think he says, I already told you long time, 40 years ago, yeah. I told you what it was. Um, he's always, and according to the detective, he's always been a person of interest because he was the last one with her. Yeah. Of course. You know, yeah. I get it. But uh, he said that uh, it still remains an accidental death investigation, not a murder investigation. Mm. We're not pressing charges on anyone. That you know, That's what they said on the special 48. But he said that. The one of the newer uh, witnesses, you know, he said, uh, went to check on the noise being made by the arguing couple, was told to go away by Robert Wagner, and uh, Davern told investigators that Wagner looked angry and he feared for his own safety. Okay, stop it. You're on another. And boat. why are we just hearing about that now? I mean, what have you you've kept that to yourself for almost forty years? So uh, they, I didn't realize. Did you know that how how they found her? You know, it's really, st- I mean, how no, it was such a weird I thing. I can't remember. Okay, this is really. I know she was floating face down in the water. Okay. So the story that was told at the time is that Wood decided to go into town on her own in the rain. In the dinghy? L- late at night. In the dinghy. In, the, in her nightgown and socks. Oh, come on. Now, since, really? And since no one heard the dinghy start up. Uh-huh. He said the key to deciding it becomes a murder investigation is finding, obviously, how she got in the water. Did she fall or, you know, obviously. The dinghy washed up on Catalina Island about a mile from where the boat was moored. And her body was found nearby. Uh, He said new information uh, has made us more suspicious of what happened that weekend. But, you know, time is running out. Robert Wagner got away with murder, man. He got away with murder. (laughs) <laughs> doesn't you that seem like it is your theory doesn't he thank you it doesn't thank seem you. like it to you <laughs> no i think the man is they keep bringing up the death of his wife and he's uh-huh. in, they can't get over the death he's mourning how many years how many years are they going to keep bothering with it <laughs> I, I, don't mean, the, <laughs> I don't know i don't know i mean the man <laughs> what is the statute of limitations on murder oh that's right there isn't one. i know but i'd like to have a little statute of limitations on my mourning period for my the loss of my wife if you keep bugging me with it <laughs> Uh, I know, and he's kind of moved on since. A little. Right? Stephanie a little, and was good for him. Yeah. And good for him. Well, that's when he was filming Heart to Heart then, right? right. They were filming Heart to Heart in another movie. Yeah, what's her name? Stephanie time. something Stephanie. or other? Yes. Yes. Gosh okay. darn it. What? I don't think it was in the story either. It just said Heart to Heart. Are they still uh, married, I wonder? Heart. Robert Wagner. I, d- I doubt it. Robert, but he's at, you know, he's busy on NCIS. He was he shows up on a, he shows up on a few of the big time TV shows now and then. I, I still love him. He's great. Jill St. John, right? Yeah, Jill St. John. Yeah, but the one that he was in heart to heart with was, uh, was uh, Stephanie something, right? I think it was. It seems like it. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie Powers. Yes. yes, yes. So he, I don't think he was married to her though. Was, I was thinking. Stephanie Powers was Jill St. John, but she's not. Right. Is he still married to Jill? Uh, married in 1990. Doesn't say they were ever divorced, so yeah. they must be, yeah. See? He married Natalie Wood twice. They were married in 57 to 62, got See? divorced. Then he married Marion Marshall, 
They got divorced in 71. Then he remarried Natalie Wood from 72 until 81 when she was killed by him. Well, no, when she uh, when she died because she had alcohol and drugs in her system. Oh, she did. Yes, she did. Okay. So you got a little bit more to say about Robert or are you still coming back around? He killed his wife. (laughs) (laughs) I've kind of always believed that. Everyone has. And that's a problem. Yeah, allegedly. And that's a problem, right? Allegedly. Now, yes. now some of us would say... In you know, my opinion, he right. killed his wife. Now, some people are upset about that. Others would say, Robert got away with it. Yeah. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Man, if I could be Robert. That's what some people would say. Mm-hmm. That's what I some mean. people would say. <laughs> Breaking news today, though, and this kind of sad news. I mean, hashtag RIP. And not just Natalie Wood, but CDs. Uh, Best Buy. July 1st. Boom! CDs. They're not selling CDs anymore? Out of the stores, baby. Huh. Have a nice day. Even the blank ones? or Well, they probably will have those for the computers, right? Yeah, I hope so. But they're talking about the music CDs. Um, Biggest music merchandise in the U.S. plans pull the CDs July 1st, according to Billboard. Wow. Get them out. I know. And Target. Can you imagine that? CDs are going away like albums did? And Target could be the next retailer to do so, too. Now, according to Billboard magazine. What are you going to call an album now? You can't call it. Well, they're selling. Albums are are Went from album to CD. And now CDs are gone. Digital and vinyl are, you know, digital, obviously, (laughs) uh, booming. But uh, vinyl is resurging. So, you know, nobody wants CDs. Yeah, but not to the point where people call an album an album anymore. Uh, (laughs) What do you call it? I don't even know an LP. So uh, what about that together? long playing, <laughs> that long playing thing you have there? Think of this though: uh, uh, Apple Music and Spotify taking over, vinyl returning to popularity. Uh, Eight hundred million CDs were sold in the U.S. in two thousand one. Eighty-nine million sold in two thousand seventeen. One I mean, tenth. That's like a tenth. You can't live on that, right? Wow. There's no living on that. So, according to this, uh, Target is saying, hey, uh, we'll still sell your CDs. No problem, music industry. But um, what we don't sell, hey, you owe us for. You're paying us back. And the music industry is like, "Mm, no. no? You don't really want to work it that way? (laughs) Wow, it's changed I mean, people are, are, uh, I mean, it was big time uh, all over, you know, social media, rest in peace, uh, CDs, and uh, Mm. one of my favorite ones was that uh, Mm. uh, Best Buy isn't selling CDs anymore after July 1st. I'm more upset about this than I should be. (laughs) That's where I bought my first CDs, by the way. Best Buy? Really? Uh, No, no, uh, the Target there. Uh, Yeah, back in the day. All right. Black Crows, remember that? Uh, Take Your Money Maker? Mm -hmm. That was the first CD I bought. McDonald's, French fries. <laughs> I, love this. I love them. I love them. I know it's a surprise. I mean, yeah, who would have guessed? I know. Hey, look, I look. I, I like them. You've been okay. to McDonald's a couple hmm. times. Okay, couple times. Well, you know, I mean, you, who hasn't been through the drive-through? Uh, mm-hmm. How are you surmising that? By the how way, can you, how can you drive around on roads here in Dallas, Fort Worth, and not stop at a McDonald's? <laughs> Almost impossible. But uh, scientists from uh, Yokohama National University have discovered the chemical. Dimethylpolisiloxane. Oh, yeah. That's the chemical. Uh, the chemical. Uh, what? Dimethylpolisiloxane. It's a silicone <laughs> used in McDonald's fry oil. I can say silicone. To prevent splashing 
can be used to mass produce hair follicles. <clears throat> now, they've only tried it on mice, but they're saying that it'll work on humans mm-hmm. and it'll be growing hair. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So, that uh, the experiment uh, resulted in thousands of simultaneous hair follicles being grown. So, it's not bad for you, it just grows hair. Right. Correct. Okay. Well, I mean that's what the, that's what they believe now. You walk around right? smelling I mean, we like a French fry. Though? We haven't I mean. uh, we haven't had uh, we haven't had the human test yet. But they, he said that the professor uh, Junjai Fukada. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, said that we used oxygen permeable dimethylpolysiloxane mm. at the bottom of the culture vessel, and it worked great. So <laughs> okay. I would be ready to uh, rub. Dimethylpolysiloxane. All over that head of yours or wherever you want to grow hair. <laughs> so, I mean, it does explain Donald Trump a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. the uh, good weekend to be in Times Square, too. I know uh, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, you feel like, geez, I don't really want to be in New York City. It's so busy. Yeah, sometimes. But, but uh, naked people are going to be taking over Times Square this weekend, so it'd be Wait. a good time to show up. And, Quote, uh, this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, it's an art project this weekend. Sure, sure. It's for Every, other weekends, is not an art project. No. Dozens of men and women clad only in elaborate body paint. See, that's kind of, I mean, <laughs> covering everything up with paint. Mm. Times Square Saturday and the first ever polar bear paint party. Man, does that sound fun. Mm. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? Shrinkage. Uh, Andy Golub's nonprofit Human Connection Arts uh, is also behind uh, the Square Fest in July, where we saw the remember the 200 naked bodies in July. <laughs> Apparently, more people want to come out in the summer uh, naked than they do in the winter. <laughs> yeah. uh, willingness to come out naked in the winter shows yes, uh, they, they have a dedication to the Human Connection. Uh, we have the Olympics starting this weekend, mm. but uh, no, let's uh, let's go ahead and go to the first ever polar bear paint in Times Square. Uh, instead of the Olympics this weekend, it should be should be fun to watch. Right? And we have the SpaceX going on right now. Um, it may be I don't know if we have the footage, but and, but sometime between now and four thirty this afternoon is the window for the SpaceX oh yeah giant new rocket to yep. uh, go yep, off. Eighty yep, percent yep. uh, a chance for it to go today. Seventy percent back up for it tomorrow. But will Elon Musk be honest? No, if he finds the, out the world is flat, uh, the Tesla will. No. I mean, his Tesla will be on it. Right, they're sending his car up. <laughs> And the uh, yeah, first, to Mars, yeah, Peron's mm-hmm. gonna gonna send pictures. It's gonna go around the sun. It's gonna have all. He's he said he's really excited about it. I mean, it's pretty amazing what he's done. Uh, the car is set to end up in orbit around the sun, and that's far enough out of reach. The mission launched at the right time. I mean, it's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And it's got the three boosters, which I find is kind of cool because uh, the three of the two will set down on land. Mm-hmm. One is gonna land on the water. Try to land on the floating barge. Mm-hmm. Pull it off. Wow. Guy's pulling it off, man. It, well, we'll see. The guy. We'll see. I know. That's uh, Chewing the Fat uh, with Jeffy. I got to tell you about um, filterby.com. We, there's a disgusting reason <laughs> air conditioners smell so bad. You know what it is? Dead skin. Bacteria oh, and really? AC units that feed on our cells produce an, a nasty ammonia scent. Huh. Yeah, dead skin cells. There's something you can do to fix that, though. What? There's nothing. Uh, you can't. You filter by. Filterby.com. Clean out that nasty old air filter and put in a new one. Uh, there's no better way than filterby.com. It's America's leading provider of HVAC filters. Filterby.com has over 600 different 
filter sizes. And they can even make a, a custom size for you if you have a really weird nice. size yeah. filtered. Uh, they're all shipped free, so you don't pay any extra for shipping. Within 24 hours, comes really fast, and it's all manufactured right here in America. FilterBuy offers a ton of Merv options all the way up to hospital grade, so it's going to clean out all the nastiness in your air, including I mean, the dead skin. You do skin. not want dead you skin You don't want smell. dead skin no. smell. Holy you really God. don't want that. <laughs> and right now, save 5% when you set up auto delivery, then you never have to think about when to purchase air filters again. They show up at your door. Save money, save time, breathe better. FilterBuy.com, that's B-U-Y.com. FilterBuy.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, apparently Whole Foods used to be, I think it was considered one of the best places uh, in America to work. Yeah. It's uh, a really bad place to work now, apparently, since Amazon bought it. And they've changed the systems there, and now it's created such anxiety Uh-oh. at Whole Foods that uh, an anonymous staffer told Business Insider, I wake up in the middle of the night from nightmares. The stress has, recre- has created such a tense working environment. Seeing someone cry at work is becoming normal. There's no crying in supermarkets. <laughs> Apparently there is, though. Uh, the Austin, Texas-based Paul Foods was, um, was purchased by Amazon last summer. And apparently they changed things so much that it's become hell on earth to work there. It's too bad. Because, yeah, this this was, I think it turned out to be one of the top five places to work in America for yeah, a while. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 888 More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. 888 So we're back here. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Surprise! We don't, need no, we don't need no sneaking theme song, man. We don't. We don't need it. Uh, 888-900-3393. It is uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. <clears throat> Uh, apparently, uh, Vladimir Putin has put together a youth army. These are always a good idea. <laughs> you remember uh, the Hitler youth? They were really sweet people. How did that work out? It worked out really well. Because I don't know the rest of the story. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there was any problem there. Okay. Uh, so Vladimir Putin has decided to put together a youth army as well. And it's, uh, it's increased... By 150,000 recruits in one year. It went from 40,000 to 190,000 kids. And this is uh, Putin's youth army that is getting started there. Yes. Okay. Sounds like what I said. Yes. Uh, Some folks may be joining us late since there's been some technical goings on. The force of mainly school children seen by critics as a sign of increasing militarization in Russia now numbers almost 190,000 and rising. Unarmia was started uh, from scratch in, in May 2016. It's expected to soar above 200,000 by the time Putin faces a presidential election, seeking a new six-year term next month. School kids as young as 10 are taught military drills, how to handle Kalishnikovs, 
They practice wrestling, and they learn to make parachute jumps. At 10 years old? Wow. Wow. Militarize much? Mm. Uh, apparently they do uh, in, in Russia. They're described as a military and patriotic organization. Unarmia, for girls as well as boys, has been criticized as an echo of the Hitler Youth. No. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Why would you say that? You can't that? just be throwing that around. We've learned that. You can't throw well, around the word Hitler or anything can't. with Nazis. You can't mention Nazis. You can't mention Germany. I mean, you can't ever mention Hitler. A good guy like Putin. Why would you want to just higgledy piggledy throw that around? <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to, right? Uh, now, this was reminiscent of something that. Um, uh, I believe Barack Obama spoke of, and it sounded it sounded like oh, this well, I, right. What uh, I believe is that when he when he was talking about the civilian army mm-hmm. that they were going to have, we cannot continue to rely only, only on, on our, our military, military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. Right. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just, just as, as powerful, powerful just, just as, as strong, strong, just as well-funded. Just as well-funded as the actual military. That's what we call a test balloon. Yeah, and, yeah. and he threw that up, and we shot it down, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the test balloon was nicely shot down mm-hmm. from uh, Barack Obama's civilian force. That he talked about. Because uh, that's frightening. That was a scary time right it's there. frightening. And, you know, he scared the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. And now now the Trump haters are all saying they're scared. Look, we we thought that Barack Obama was going to, uh, was going to create the civilian army. Was maybe going to take uh, weapons away from the American people. That didn't happen. The civilian army didn't happen. So a lot of things that we were worried about did not happen. You don't need to be as afraid as as you are if you're a Trump hater. You just don't because one man doesn't have the power to make the kind of change that needs to frighten you. Give it time. In that way. Yes, at least not <laughs> not at this point. Right? I, I mean, we I, if there's one thing we learned during Barack Obama, it's that we shouldn't have been as fearful of his uh, of his presidency as we were because you know with a republican uh congress he was stopped from doing many things that he probably wanted to do now they got the they got the healthcare thing done which was a lot and that was bad enough but he didn't get a lot of things that we really worried about done uh they didn't make the full transition to socialism hmm. which is great and in, rather than hurt the Second Amendment, he actually helped it because a lot of people went out and got guns uh, during that time period because they were worried about him. Uh, and they were worried about their freedom. And so they wanted to defend themselves if that ever became necessary. So they did. Um, and, you know, with these Democrats being so f- afraid of uh, Donald Trump, it's just, it's, it's silly. Relax. He's not, he's not going to change the world that much. He's just not. Because a, a, a republic, uh, an American president can't at this point. Could they one day? Yeah, probably. But so far, uh, they can't. 
888 Some Twitter mentions from Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, we were talking about the, the women that it was going to affect. Uh, Hillary Clinton said that climate change was going to be a bigger burden on women. Uh, here's what she said, actually. Particularly uh, for, women, for women. You're absolutely yeah. right. They will bear the brunt of looking for the food, looking for Look, the firewood, bear the brunt of looking for uh, the place to migrate to when <laughs> all of the grass is finally gone. And, and just to Muckenfutch says in Alex Jones's voice, where are the men? Where are the men? Right. <laughs> from his from his crying rant. He's crying. Where rant, are man. the men? Uh, that's a good question in this in this scenario of of Hillary Clinton's. Where are the men? Why why is all the burden on the women? I don't mm-hmm, understand. Mm-hmm. Where are the men? Uh, steak and bacon thirteen. <laughs> it's a great name. Steak mm-hmm. and bacon. I like, I like it. that. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Uh, there's another problem with what Hillary said. If the crops are burning because of global warming, why would the women have to gather firewood? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's just logical, right? That's just good logic yeah, right logical. there. Uh, Michael NP1701, is it too late to quarantine Canada? Oof, no. It's getting there. No, it's not. And Nick in Detroit says, come on, Pat, Hollywood doesn't cover up crimes. What planet are you from? Oh, right. Oh, I'm talking. we were talking about the uh, Robert Wood. Wagner thing. Mm-hmm. Natalie Wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I want to throw this one here. Uh, Baffled Aneurysm tweets out uh, with hashtag tell Pat. Um, curling is best explained to old white guys mm-hmm. by comparing it to shuffleboard. <laughs> Can you identify with that now? No. Okay. No, I can't. Okay. Sorry. So, but thank worked. you for trying. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. There was a tsunami alert. Whoa! No, where? Yeah, uh, on the east coast. What? what? Today, this morning. No. Yeah, uh, the warning they sent out was a test no warning was actually in effect and there was no danger to the public there was no tsunami on the way but by mistake the Uh national weather service tsunami warning happened Uh as a test Uh, (laughs) why does this keep happening i I mean do we have to train people how to use the mouse at a computer what is going on honestly don't know because this happened in hawaii Uh it happened uh, where where else was it? Well, it happened there. First, it was in, in Hawaii. Oh, oh, it was the nuclear uh, meltdown happening in North Carolina. North Carolina. And now we've, now got, we've got the tsunami, tsunami warning, warning for on the, the East, East Coast. Coast. Just what? unbelievable. Is it that hard to just not click that? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Because oh. we can't seem to not do it. Okay. And uh, the Illinois candidate for governor has released a new campaign ad. And the left has gone crazy. Over the weekend, Republican candidate for governor, Gene Ives, released an ad that got the attention of liberals, definitely, and some Republicans on social media, causing many to be outraged. Uh, And here's a look at the uh, GOP candidate for governor in Illinois. Look, here's a look at the ad. Stay tuned for a special message. We want to say thank you. Thank you, Bruce Rauner for opposing law enforcement and making Illinois a sanctuary state for illegal immigrant criminals. Thank you for signing legislation that lets me use the girls' bathroom. Thank you for making all (laughs) Illinois families pay for my abortions. Thank you for making the rest of Illinois bail out Chicago teacher pensions and for giving Rom everything he wanted and more. Thank you for betraying Illinois Republicans. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you for making that ad. That's awesome. That hits on several notes that uh, need to be touched on. Uh, why shouldn't Why shouldn't Republicans do ads like that? The left does it all the time. They do it all the time. So good for her for throwing it right back in their face. Hitting on transgenders, illegal aliens, teachers unions. Uh, you can imagine Antifa was in there. How angry the <laughs> left is over that, and they're going berserk over it. And I think, I mean, that's great. That's an effective ad. I I think so. And I I think we need to shove it back in their face every once in a while. We just we roll over and play dead for the left all the time, and I'm kind of tired of doing it. And well, it's not why. Isn't that why Donald Trump is president of the United States? I think so. Meanwhile, uh, SpaceX founder Elon Musk. This is really pretty cool. He is sending a Tesla to Mars just for fun. Elon Musk will launch uh, his Falcon Heavy rocket uh, from 39A, the historic launch pad at the Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida, and it's heading to Mars. Musk designed the Falcon Heavy uh, that he says is a major advancement in rocketry. He added that it's twice the thrust of anything from Russia, China, Boeing, Lockheed, or Europe. So he's, of course, doing this in style. The rocket will carry a red Tesla Roadster with a Starman a mannequin in a spacesuit riding in the driver's seat <laughs> with David Bowie's space oddity playing in the background on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the voyage is expected to be... A lot of people are supposed to watch this thing. They, they expect people, uh, thousands of people, mm-hmm. to show up and watch this just like they used to do for all the NASA launches. Is he going to hide the fact that the Earth is flat once he gets up there and realizes yeah, the he truth? Yeah, You know he is. You know he is. Mm. Because he can't, he can't handle the truth that the Earth is flat. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm trying to check out the coverage online. Looks like it's uh, still being delayed. Apparently, so. there's a solid chance that the rocket never makes it to Mars orbit. Uh, but Musk and SpaceX are optimistic. The odds of a successful flight, according to Musk, and dozens of calculations by his company and third parties, are about 50 to 70% that it'll make it there. 50 to 70% chance? Man, that is a lot of money to spend on something that may not even make it. And thank you, Elon Musk, for doing this. But it's, it's really fun. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I don't... It's Is it going to change anything? No. Is it going to do anything? No. But it's cool. Okay? <laughs> it's cool, and he has the money to do it, so <laughs> yeah, back so, off. So shut up. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Uh, it's supposed to launch... Um, it was supposed to launch at 1.30 Eastern, but yeah. they pushed it back a little bit, I yeah, think. Yeah, right? they're hoping still to get it off before uh, 4 o'clock Eastern today. May they not get it uh, off today? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, don't I mean, know. there's certain times you've got to launch because you're trying to hit it at the right time, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, at the right orbit for Mars because it can be much closer or much, much further away. And so if you want to get this into orbit, you want to launch it on time probably. Uh, but he wants his, and this, I guess this was Elon Musk's actual Tesla and he wants to put it into Mars orbit, which would be really cool. <laughs> Will we ever see it in orbit? Uh, no, 
No, we probably won't. Uh, Not but, actually. But now here's going to be the problem. If we ever end up colonizing Mars, one day that Tesla is going to slip out of the orbit. We're going to have to duck it, you know, and it comes in for a reentry. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a real problem, I think, because of the colonization on Mars, which you know, is really going to happen soon. Really? Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray. Stocks took a wild ride. Jeez, what were they down? Eleven hundred and seventy-five points yesterday. Eleven seventy-five. And that was the day after six hundred and sixty-six. Yeah, yeah, so that's seventeen hundred points in two days. Uh, they gave back all the gains that they had made this this year in twenty eighteen. Wow. Now today. They were they were up 300, then they were down. We're down about 104 right and now. And right now it's down 104, which, you know, okay, so it's starting to even out a little bit. Hmm. Uh, so hopefully things are calming down. It, you would certainly hope. Oh, by the way, uh, you have not missed a train on Bitcoin, apparently. It's uh, not been doing so well. Right? I mean, it got so... up to $19,000. Yeah. It's down... It, Yesterday when I checked it was sixty eight hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where is it now? Seventy two forty four. Okay. So it's recovered a little bit. Seventy two oh four or uh, forty four. Forty four. Forty two forty four. Wow. So I actually have less I I mean I didn't get in early, obviously, but uh a lot earlier than you. Um I have less in my account now than I did when I started. When did so, you start? So where uh, did you where did you buy? Ago. A few months ago. Uh, which was where seven thousand about nine thousand nine thousand yeah <laughs> and then uh, i did litecoin and that was at oh uh i oh can't boy. remember but uh that's that's down yeah so <laughs> it's down from where you bought well, that was fun it was sure fun you know <laughs> watching that money just All right bye bye <laughs> well but here's the thing if you're in for the long term yeah, yeah. then you just you ignore this yeah. right because it's there's going to be market adjustments that's just going to happen and so you you can't look at it on a day to day to day basis because it 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 would drive you out of your mind. But uh, you do have a Twitter follower that reached out to us to uh, inform me over the weekend that he cashed out at nineteen thousand. Wow, which really? was the peak. I mean, that was the peak. Nice, yeah. And where did he buy? Did he, did he uh, say? I think I asked him. I don't know that I got a response on that, but you can direct message me because I'm curious. <laughs> I'm really curious. Yeah, you don't have to tell me how much you ended up, you know, walking right. away with. I am just curious at what number you bought at before you cashed out at. Because if you 000. bought at three hundred, uh, that's that's a really good place to get out mm-hmm. at nineteen thousand. Yeah, I don't care if you have one bitcoin. That's impressive. And they actually say. Uh, that they expect it to go back up again. So, you know, if if, if you're in Bitcoin and you bought at nine or ten thousand, it's not a time to panic because I think it'll come back. It just might go lower before it does. 
So you just have to be prepared for that. <laughs> Timing is everything. And the stocks, you know, you can't just keep going up and up and up with no market adjustment ever. It's going to adjust. People are going to take some money out of it. And then, you know, then people start reinvesting again. So uh, it's it just a natural process of capitalism. It's going to happen. It sucks if you're losing money. But yeah. you just if you wait it out... Hopefully you'll get it back. It is a natural cycle of capitalism, mm-hmm. but when you start tinkering with it, like you know George Bush and trying to save the uh, free market principles, yeah, what was it? We had to abandon mm-hmm. uh, the free market to save the free market. <laughs> no, no, you you didn't have and to you abandon end up the free market with to more save it. Exaggerated bubbles it drives me. I mean, there's another problem with George Bush, and. You know, people ask me, well, why, why didn't you like, why'd you wind up disliking George Bush so much? For partly for that reason, partly <laughs> for uh, keeping political prisoners in Ramos and Campion, and partly for uh, trying to bring about amnesty. And then here we are back again, <laughs> trying to bring about amnesty. Yeah, when you flood the market or you flood the system <laughs> with more money, um, bad things happen. Yeah, pretty much. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to uh, Charles in Illinois. Hey Charles, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. You know the the thing that's crazy. The Bruce Rauner is a Republican, and living here now, the Republicans are worse than the Democrats because the Republicans say that they're going to do one thing, and then they go along and do all the other stuff. At least the Democrats don't lie to you in the beginning, and you know. Yeah, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Yeah, Uh, and And I think the go ahead. The the Republicans here, I think, for the most part, they just want their piece as the minority party. Um, I live in a city that um, outside of Chicago, that's uh, Naperville, that's very liberal. But I live. I also have a township that has taxing authority. It's like a shadow city government called called wheatland and it's run by republicans yeah but they get paid and they don't they don't do anything they can't tell me why i even need a township and uh you know they all want their piece of the pie yeah it's i i mean it's hard to tell uh republicans from democrats on the national scene and i'm sure it's even worse than that in uh, certain states like illinois i we went uh I pay ten thousand dollars a month in property taxes. Yeah, um, what? T- and, say uh, what? Ten thousand a month in property tax? I'm sorry, one thousand, one thousand a month. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you must I mean, live in a hell of a I'm home. A, I'm a commercial. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. Uh huh. Yeah. My wife and I have been smart, but I'm a truck driver. I mean, we're not. Yeah. Uh, you know, but they, um, the state went broke, so all of their taxes had to go to their pensions, and they went to raise to raise their state income tax. Yet most of the rest areas on the interstates here are closed because they're putting in transgender bathrooms. <laughs> really? The rest, really? The, can... all the state rest areas, uh, they're About installing transgender re- uh, restrooms? Yeah, so I had to park my semi-truck in weird places wow. <laughs> trying to get home because they close them up. And it, it's just madness. And, you know, Bruce Rauner signed off on this stuff. Uh, 
what what do you think of this Republican who who uh, did the ad? Uh, is she any good? Is she does she have a chance to win the governorship there? I don't think she has a chance. I don't. I think Pritzker's going to win. He's he's the guy. His, the ads against him are, are surveillance tapes from the governor that's in jail for trying to sell the Senate seat with this guy Pritzker trying oh, yeah. to hinting to buy himself uh, i think an assistant state treasurer position but that's the kind of guy that knows where the the bodies are buried Uh uh-huh and you know coming Mm -hmm. off a republican like this i don't think any republican has a chance unfortunately and and they deserve that they they yeah you know i'm sure that she has the right intentions but if you're not offering an alternative you know if if you want do you want um light theft or somebody that's going to rob everything and give it back to you nobody's going to vote to just be lightly pickpocketed. <laughs> uh, appreciate the call. Thanks a lot, Charles. Uh, I mean, that's that's the frustration, isn't it? Because Republicans aren't different enough from Democrats to make any difference in people's minds. They're they're just they're too close to the being the same. It's it's like we said earlier in the show. Republicans have become Democrats. And Democrats have become communists. That's why we get so excited when Trump starts doing things that that we line up with, that, that right. are conservative causes, because yeah. we've been starved for decades. Decades. Meanwhile, the left gets somebody into power, and it's never enough. It's like, no, we got to do more. We got to do more. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Did, we, did you see what just happened? We got a tax cut. Or there's a strange phenomenon where, and this this works uh, in the presidency as well as the Supreme Court. Liberals never get more conservative. Never. <laughs> they just get more liberal and progressive. But oftentimes, conservatives get more liberal. Why? Why does that happen? We see it on the Supreme Court all the time. And we saw it with George Bush in office. He just, I thought he was pretty conservative when he was elected in 2000. But by the time he left in 2008, I thought the guy was pretty liberal. I, I, he did a lot of things that I hated. And, and so did his dad. So now that Trump is in office and he's actually pulled some things off that conservatives have been asking to have happen for a long time, I mean, that's like manna from heaven. Yeah, And, and to your point, what percentage of... Uh, Republican uh, representatives and senators get up there and just take a hard turn to the left. It's, I, it's it just, happens all the time. It's it's not it the happens exception. all the time. It's the rule. It is. Yeah, it is. It, a good example of that is when uh, so many of the representatives promised the first thing they were going to do was vote against John Boehner. The first thing I'm going to do is vote against John Boehner for Speaker of the House. And the first thing they did when they got into office was vote for John Boehner for Speaker of the House. How many representatives did that when they promised during their campaign they were going to do the exact opposite? I mean, it takes no time at all to turn their heads in Washington. No time at all. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. There's a book out called Nothing to Envy. It's about life in North Korea Mm -hmm. and uh, the education system in North Korea. (laughs) Doesn't matter whether the kids are studying math, science, reading, music, or art. The kids are taught to revere their leadership and hate their enemies. Uh, For instance, a first grade math book contained the following questions. Eight boys and nine girls are singing anthems of praise of Kim Il-sung. How many children are singing in total? So they use the propaganda in their math (laughs) equation, in their math questions. A girl is acting as a messenger to our patriotic troops during the war against Japanese occupation. She carries message in a in a basket containing five apples, but is stopped by a Japanese soldier at a checkpoint. Uh-oh. He steals two of her apples. How many are left? <laughs> or this one. Three soldiers from the Korean People's Army killed 30 American soldiers. How many American soldiers were killed by each of them if they all killed an equal number of enemy soldiers? Good golly. That's good stuff right there. Mm, yeah, isn't that great? Gee, the kids are learning. In fact, uh, in that same book, they, they talk about the kids just basically starving. Uh, they, they can't even keep their heads up in class to learn this propaganda because there's Jeez. no food in their homes. It's so sad. Really sad. One of the songs that's taught in music class is uh, Shoot the Yankee Bastards. Oh, is it a <laughs> tune you can dance to? I, don't want, I want to know the tune to this because that's really important. I'm going to look for this one. But the lyrics are, our enemies are the American bastards. We are trying to take over, who are trying to take over our beautiful fatherland. With guns that I make with my own hands, I will shoot them. Bang, bang, bang. Hmm. I don't know if it's got a great beat and it's easy to dance to because I I don't know what the tune to this is. But man, what great lyrics. And unfortunately, not showing up as a big hit on YouTube. Ah, dang it. Because you'd think it would just be out there. You would think it would, wouldn't you? Top 40 or something. (laughs) Our enemies are the American bastards. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we need some really stern communist music. Oh. You know, some North Hang Korean I'm looking, communist I'm looking. music. Uh, and then you could put it to, to, a, to a really good tune. Why don't you... Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to send you an email. And, and I, I just, just click anywhere in there. Mm-hmm. Because it's about like 10 hours. Because who doesn't want 10 hours of Soviet propaganda music? And just click on there, and I'm sure that uh, it'll... We'll it'll, find a place to sing just, just, just Our see, Enemies Are the American see Bastards. see where it lands, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll do that in a second. Uh, but first, apparently Mika and uh, and Joe over on the morning cup of postum, uh, <laughs> they can't hide their love anymore. I don't know what's going on. It used to be so bad. that if anybody ever said that they were a couple, they lost their minds. Huh. It pissed them off. And they denied it emphatically. We're not a couple. We're we're just we're just broadcasters. We're not a couple. Mm. Well, now they're a couple and they're engaged and everybody knows it. It's cute. And so now they're starting to act like little lovebirds <laughs> on television. It's <laughs> it's fascinating to watch this. Uh, Scarborough, it keeps trying to hold Mika's hand, and uh, he's trying to. Apparently, he cut her off in the previous segment. So, so it's a segment on the show he's trying to do this. Yeah. Wow. And so he's trying to find out what it is she was trying to say in the last segment. And okay. here's 
how that the went. war in Afghanistan. Wait, hold on. Were you, were yeah. you trying to say something? I'm, were you trying I, to are say you something? interrupting me again? No, I just want to know if you say, because if you want to say something, it's important to me. I know, you want to hear everything. Can you t- can, what, <laughs> did, was there anything else that you wanted to say? Because uh, you said no, Kamala good. Harris could, could stand up, and I heard that. I just, mm-hmm. look, Andrew's I, I would right feel now. horrible if I, if, if Rick, because Rick thought that I interrupted I think Kamala Harris, though, I do think she can be a force to be reckoned with. And she's waiting for her moment. But I hear you. I think, you know what? I think you're right. You're always right, though. Can the Trump administration figure out? They're going to start making out here at this point, it looks like. It it looks like he's going to start making out with her. And then he reaches over and grabs her hand. Have you ever not been on this way? He's got her hand Oh, God, don't do that. No, that's a no. And she tells him, don't do that. Uh, Because... Hashtag me too. I, I mean... I think they want to maintain some sort, some semblance of integrity on the show. That is, that is really. It's really strange stuff. That's bad. This is really weird. Oh, <laughs> we just crossed the line. You yeah. crossed the line. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because yeah, yeah. he was grabbing her hand. Since we've been engaged. But it's almost. No. You know, it's, like, it's, like it's like everybody's seen the grandparents kissing. And we understand that. We're old people. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants Nobody. to know, Joe. Nobody wants to see that. Anything. What, that we're engaged? No. Stop. What? Don't talk about it. <laughs> So she he keeps happy. saying, what, we're engaged? No, stop. Don't talk about it. Okay, so when they Why? have this conversation at home later tonight, uh-huh. they're probably having it right now. Um, she's saying, how could you do that? I know, you can't and do that on do TV, Do you remember how Joe. in that same conversation, Joe, you said I'm always right? Well, this is one of those times, Joe. Oh, it's going <laughs> to oh, get ugly there. Can you imagine <laughs> listening to her yak at you and nag uh, at you once you got home? I just... <laughs> I mean, no, thank you, Joe. No, thank you. Uh, Mika ain't worth it. No, wow, oh. man. Uh, but neither what, is you he. got a ring on. No. What, do, what, do you right. think Noah gave you that ring? No. Oh, yeah, we're engaged. <laughs> yeah. Andrea, what? By North Korea. Yeah. Talk about North Korea. When the vice president arrived in Alaska, he said something very, very important. This is the highest level meeting so, it does take place. So, by the way, we have just proven what we've always wow. said. When people what? ask about us personally, yeah. we're like, no, no, we're, we're like, we're like really old people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really need you know, to. Not to me or not. You really need to ask what Beyonce is doing. boy. Anyway. Okay. Just did that. <laughs> I just did what? Um, nothing. Cross the line. Touch Broke my hand. the ice. I touched your hand. I'm sorry. Wait till we're married. Okay. Oh. Okay. And the Trump administration figured out what the Bush and Obama administration <laughs> could not. Okay. So, so I mean, we got three so issues. She's there. acting like she's creeped out by. Right. 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 She's upset that the engagement beans have been spilled, so to yep. speak. Mm-hmm. That he touched her hand on the air. Right. And that now, did you hear that? We're both old. Oh, I'm old, Joe. Oh boy, it's gonna be a bad night. He's he's gonna look disheveled tomorrow. He's gonna he's mm-hmm. gonna be sleeping on the couch. He's gonna be on hair unkempt. Oh, it's gonna be rougher. Yeah, it's gonna Mr. be a Joe. bad night for Joe Scarborough. Mm. <laughs> I I that's a weird situation. That's two people that deserve each other though. Uh definitely. So enjoy it. Definitely, but here they are trying to walk this line. They've already announced their engagement. Yeah. They've already told the world they're getting married. And this is after denying it for years. I mean, there's there's nothing going on between Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Okay, right. And they're incredibly hacked off if you insinuate that yeah, there is. There may is. not be anything going on after that uh, segment. They may be done. <laughs>
mean, she seemed creeped out by him. I, I don't like know. That. The hashtag not. Me Too comes into play here because <laughs> uh, he grabbed her hand and she actually shuddered. So uh, <laughs> interesting. It's interesting to see what happens from here on. Uh huh. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, yesterday, uh, Glenn told me that uh, Justin Timberlake has been declared by his children to be the king of pop. And then today, I found out that's not that's not accurate. If you had to identify who the king of pop is currently. I thought it was the band Guster. Is it not Guster? Guster. I mean, who is it? Guster. Is it not Guster? The band Guster. Catchy songs? No. <laughs> I love those guys. I think they're really catchy. Uh, <laughs> is that not right? So uh, that's not right. That's a band that probably had one song that hit number 65 on the Billboard chart once. Well, the best are underrated. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Okay. But so, uh, I, you know what? I wouldn't have a guess. I would just, I would accept whatever answer you fed me. I'm sorry. Well, BBC did a little, uh, uh, they did something kind of scientific. They went by the number of streams. So a combination of all the YouTube and Spotify plays uh, that uh, an artist gets. Combine those with the followers they have on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever, wherever else, Facebook. The number of weeks at number one their songs have had. Okay. Album sales globally since 2010 and their personal fortune. Okay. So <laughs> they, and they, they lumped in women as well as men. So you, to try to come up with who's the king or queen of pop music. Because since Michael Jackson died, there's really, nobody's really kind of been given that crown, have they? Uh, I at least I I wouldn't know who it is if they have. And at number ten, the BBC came up with Justin Timberlake, whom I was told was number one on the list, the king of pop. But apparently not, not according to the uh, BBC. Uh, Justin's chances of of winning were affected by a similar problem to that facing Madonna, namely that anyone with a decently long career won't score tremendously high in the streaming category because the frenzy of their pop peaks happened before that kind of thing really took off. So Justin was in 59th place in streaming. Wow. Despite the fact that his songs have been streamed 619 million times, that's still well below everybody else. But he did have 23 weeks at number one, so that lift him up, lift, lifted him up a little bit. Okay. And he does have a personal fortune of $225 million. Well, who doesn't, Pat? Right. Oh, uh, I don't. Oh. But uh, Buy some we won't get into that. Okay. Uh, so Timberlake was at number 10. At number nine, Drake. I couldn't name you a single Drake song. I don't, I don't know anything about Drake, but he was number six in streaming, number four in followers, four at weeks on number one. Two in album sales and number one in personal fortune. Wow! <clears throat> so let's see if he, if I can find what his per- personal fortune was. Um, personal fortune and album sales so far. A couple of fair to middling results in social media came in fifteenth there. Nope, doesn't say what his per- personal fortune is, but it's number one. So it's somewhere north of two hundred and twenty-five million for Drake. At number eight is Bruno Mars. He's the guy who does, um, what's it called, Upt- Uptown Funk? 
Yeah. Uh, second in stream, second in followers, eighth in weeks at number one, fifth in album sales, second in per- personal fortune. Uh, at 105 million. Well, that's that's way below uh, Justin Timberlake's. Yeah, what a loser! Only making 100 million. Terrible. I mean, you've got terrible. Look in the mirror and you're right. Ask He's yourself. a loser. Why am I such a loser? That's what you have to ask yourself <laughs> when you only have 105 million dollars. Uh-huh. Adele is number six, uh, tied with Eminem. Ugh. At number four, tied uh, with someone else's Beyonce Katie and Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah. yeah. So at number three, Taylor Swift. Taylor Taylor Swift, I mean, she has unbelievable album sales. And she's number one in weeks at number one. Mm. She's only number 10 in followers, though. Where's Guster? And her personal fortune, she's number nine. I'm just I'm still not seeing Guster on this list. No, Guster's not, not on the list. The faulty Keith. list. Sir. Yeah, they're not on the list. That's catchy. Uh Rihanna is number two. Okay. All right, she is uh, <clears throat> hugely impressive. 84 weeks at number one. Wow. That's better than even Madonna, who managed 54 weeks at number one. And only one person has beaten her in streaming. <laughs> you know what her streaming tally is? Rihanna, 13 billion. 13 billion and streams. Counting. And counting. Wow. That is crazy. That is crazy. So at number one, so the king of pop, because it is a it is a male, uh, which is just wrong. Right. I mean, that should disqualify him wrong, to right? begin with. It should. It should. Huh. Justin Bieber, the king of pop. So here it is. Okay. Uh, his social media fan base is second only to Taylor Swift. At 169 million followers. Wow. He has spent 18 weeks at number one. Uh, he has sold in excess of 15 million albums worldwide. I, I would have thought more than that. Hmm. And he's estimated to be worth around $250 million. Aren't we all? No, estimated. we're not. It's estimate, though. I'm just talking It's estimate. also worth noting that he's the only male pop star to properly challenge the close rivals at the very top of the race, all of whom are female. Wow. So, uh, Justin Bieber, not Justin Timberlake, is the king of pop. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. 888 <laughs> More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Also on Twitter at Pat Unleashed, hashtag Telpath. Uh, for Mike, the real reason Elon Musk is sending that car to Mars, it's part of Elon's plan to help the sex slaves that Alex Jones first told us about. Oh. Escape. They can escape in the car. <laughs> but, well, you remember well, the sex slaves and what's happening this there? This may strike your listeners as way out, but <laughs> no, we actually no. believe that there is a colony on Mars right. that is populated by children who were kidnapped. Okay, let's soak this all in. 
There is a colony on Mars. Yeah, that's a fact. Populated by children who are kidnapped. Okay. And sent into and space sent on a... <laughs> and sent into space. 20-year ride. On a 20-year ride. Now, I don't know why they were sent into space on a 20-year ride. How did you get to Mars? Via Neptune? Because, like, <laughs> Mars is a six-month journey. I don't know why it took 20 years to get there. That's yeah. really strange. Well, there's a Bucky's that you can't pass up. <clears throat> out. Oh, between here it's, and there? No, it's past. It's out past Saturn and whatever. Oh, okay. And, and you, you don't want to miss that you one. Gotta, you got to go out of your way for okay, that. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. That's where I got That's where I got the pink pig. Huh. Uh, not at Wait, that particular not space. At, not at the Saturn Bucky's. Bucky's. No, The no, one no. in North Fort Worth. No, yeah, okay. right. That's, okay. That's the one. <laughs> Uh, so that once so, they get to Mars, they, they get have there. no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. So there's a couple of interesting things there. First of all, it's a 20-year trip. So they wouldn't be children by the time they get there, right? They'd be adults now. And then who wants them? But the only thing available to them when they get to Mars is the sex slave industry. Is there not like a 7-Eleven clerk opening or a bowling alley employee or... The only thing you can be when you get to Mars is a, sl- a sex slave? That's kind of limited, frankly. I I mean, really? Is that the best we can do on Mars? I think that they're still kind of getting things going there. I mean, you know, eventually different industries and trade will open up. But, well, we, uh, we're going to need more than a Tesla there, mm-hmm. right? If this is the case. Oh, there's all kinds of... Well, I, look, I know 90% of the of the, of the NASA missions oh, are secret, and I was told by high-level NASA engineers right. that, that you have no idea. There's so much stuff going on, but then it goes off into all that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the kind of thing right. the media jumps on, but I know this. We see a bunch of <laughs> mechanical wreckage on Mars, and people say, oh, look, it looks like, you know, mechanics. They all oh, you're conspiracy theorists. Clearly, they don't want us looking into what's happening. Every time probes go over, they turn them off. <laughs> I don't know we what he's s- saying, man. We see a bunch of mechanical stuff out of ours. I love that. Uh, all right, for Burbax, uh-huh. back to the tweets. Burbax says, uh, when you say Tesla will orbit Mars, you're assuming Mars isn't flat. Where are the people from flat the Flat Mars Society on this? Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and from going on, going down, uh, that's really cool. The way they I see uh, they wrote going down here. So you, you think that's cool? The way he wrote his name, but you don't mm-hmm. think curling is cool? Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, whatever. Exactly right. New Republicans. New Republican slogan should be "Can't stand Democrats." Oh, I thought it should be the wreckage on Mars. Uh, Nick in Detroit says Illinois Republicans are almost as bad as New York and Massachusetts Republicans. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah, which are almost as bad as California Republicans. I like I like this tweet from Tyler Morgan who says all King of Pop contestants still have less album sales than Garth Brooks. Only the Beatles have outsold him. Interesting. Yeah, Garth Brooks. Isn't he around 200 million or something? And and the guy retired supposedly mm. like 25 years ago. I remember when Glenn and I were in in Baltimore. Supposedly, Garth Brooks retired. 136 million. 136 million? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. That was as of October 2014. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, it's more than that now. Yes, sir. And what is it for the Beatles? A billion trillion million? I think they have sold a billion. I, I think Paul McCartney, anyway, has sold a billion records. This says 250 million or more records. Okay. And then if you include Paul's solo stuff yeah, sure. and Wings, it's mm-hmm. got to be close to a billion. Uh, it's a lot. Anyway, I do know that. It's a lot. 
Also, here is another little feather in the cap of the Donald Trump administration. We told you about some of the things that he's done that not even George Bush or or George H.W. Bush did. No Republican president since probably Ronald Reagan has done things, surprisingly so, as conservative as, as Donald Trump. You got to go all the way back to Reagan before you can find uh, a, a president who has done similar things. And now they've played a key role in thwarting a recent effort by the Irish government to boycott Israel and make it a crime for Irish citizens to purchase products made in contested areas of the Jewish state. That pisses me off. Man, that is something else. I I mean, it makes me almost ashamed of my Irish ancestry. This is really irritating. Why would Ireland cave into this kind of garbage? And they're threatening to imprison their citizens and fine them if they buy something in Israel? Screw you. Uh, So anyway, the Trump administration got wind of it. And they said, look, that's going to seriously jeopardize your trade with us if you do this to Israel. They were poised last week to pass the major piece of legislation that would have made it a crime to engage in trade with Israel. Are you kidding me? The bill, which was seen as part of the Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions Movement, or BDS, which is a hideous movement. Take the D out of it. Done by terrorists, essentially. Hamas. And the Palestinian organization, Mm -hmm. the PLO. Uh, It would have imprisoned Irish citizens who purchased souvenirs in Israel for a maximum of five years and subjected them to a fine of more than $310,000. Oh, okay. Yeah, not a problem. Upon learning of the effort, senior Trump administration officials in the State Department are said to have scrambled to open channels to Irish leaders in a bid to scuttle the bill and avoid a standoff with the Irish government. So they called them and they said, "Look, if you do this, seriously, it's going to it's going to hurt our trade with you guys. You can't be you can't be doing this to Israel. We will not take kindly to it. We're not going to sit back and just watch you do it." And it stopped the bill in Ireland. Man, that's, that's another great effort by the Trump administration on behalf about, of Israel. And this story, I mean, it wasn't making waves anyway. It was so flying below the radar. And you talk about yep. going out of your way to take a, a, a great stand. Pretty Thank amazing. You. Pretty amazing. Donald Trump administration. I mean, there's another thing. We're going to have to jot that down. Oh, yeah. Okay. In our list of other things. Yep. Got and it. We actually have a list because we can never remember at the spur of a moment. <laughs> But there's quite a list now. It's it's building up and looking pretty good, frankly. All right, we'll see you again tomorrow. Right back here uh, on Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.